Hello, 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 Love Wrestling. It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. And you know what that means. It's another episode of Between Two Beards. Hope everyone is having a wonderful Thursday here. Uh, Pluggo. Hey, it's me. It's actually been a little bit before uh, since I've seen you. You know, we didn't do the sidecast last uh, night, but uh, how you doing? How you been? Uh, I already see Spencer in the chat. Too bad. I'm going to apologize right off, the, right off the bat because we did not see that before this very moment. So yeah, I will we just, we that's all. Sure. This is why we, we weren't, weren't sure. I've yeah, we weren't sure. Uh, but before we, we bring on the person that we blew the budget on this week, uh, Plugga, how you doing? What's going I'm on? I'm doing man? well. And I knew this was, but I saw an LPW seven this past Friday, which was a good there one. There was fireworks at said show. They were. So I assumed budgets were out the window. Especially if Spencer's allowing Especially fireworks. We all know Spencer. how much Spencer so hates I fireworks. That. I took so. that. I'm going to take it all. We took that as. Oh, don't try to throw me under the bus. Hey, this was your get to this <laughs> was, week. I had was. nothing this to was, do with this. Uh, th yeah. <laughs> the only other thing I say, I'll say before we bring our guest on, because I don't want him to get involved because this is gang warfare. But Mitch Clark, my man. If you want to come on oh, beer and talk no, about no, no, your no, actions no, no. on no, 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 taking taking our girl's hair and down, we need to know why. He, we need yeah, to know he, why. That's he did all. do that. We, come I was on, very, I was, I, I was upset. I would yeah. say I was upset. Our, Taryn from accounting is Taren. our girl. We love Taryn, Historic, longest reigning LPW mind. challenge champion of all time. But it sadly came to an end at LPW seven. With the hands of Mitch, Mitch Clark, which we Mitch love. Clark's we been to the show too, been on the show before too. But I just I gotta know was, Mitch. So yeah, you have an open invitation to show up on Beards whenever you'd like. We'll talk it out. Anyway, let's get down to business. Well, go bring them on. All right, the man, the myth, the legend. Hopefully the check cleared because he's already got some little things lined up. Mr. Jeff Hawkins is in the house. How are we doing, my friend? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Nope. You know, Spencer originally offered me the usual hot dog and poke from the concession <laughs> stand. But I'd like to thank both of you for putting the down payment on the new dimmer. Yeah, I mean, we had to do uh, what we got to do. Oh, we here we go. And now Spencer already, already starting. Uh, <laughs> where we are, we are going to get the... Uh, we are gonna get. We're gonna be in the office tomorrow. I mean, that's the only. Offer, he only yeah, offered, it's been low ball Jeff Hawkins like that. Well, with inflation, was gonna be two hot dogs and a coke. <laughs> that was just gonna break the entire promotion, unfortunately. Oh my god! But how are we doing, my friend? Doing okay. Looking forward to because this is. Uh, is a lot. This, this is like a Brazilian steakhouse talk between three wrestling events and then NFL talk. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a doozy. This How is going to be a doozy. A lot of picks. A lot of. Uh, to sleep this weekend. I know. I mean, I'm going to have to get my rest tonight because uh, tonight and tomorrow because starting Not Saturday. It's if you're also an NFL, if you're a college football fan, it gets into full swing this weekend. I know last week and there were some games, but this week and there's some this doozies. is like the first week, opening. Week Zero is a clown show. Let's face it. Although, I hate Big Zero. I it's nice, it nice to see Northwestern just ruin Nebraska's season even before the real season started. I was yeah. watching that game, and my first thought was Northwestern Nebraska. That screams game in Dublin, Ireland. And then, <laughs> and then like, Scott Frost just looked like a guy that knew. I'm done. Like, yeah. And they, then Northwestern's like, hey, we're going to just go ahead and 
do it now. I, I, I root for nerd schools in football because everybody else. Harvard and uh, Yale. Uh, and... Well, I mean, ones in the ones in actual like Power Five. Like, you're yeah. Vanderbilt, Virginia, Duke. I went to Virginia, so I root hard for them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, what a time! But yeah, that's yeah, starting Notre this week. Dame, Notre Dame, Ohio State this Saturday night. It's gonna Oof. be rough. Well, your, do you think your season's gonna? Because you're a, you live in South Bend. You're a Notre Dame yeah, fan. Win. Uh, you think your season's ending week one here? I don't. I I don't. It doesn't look good because I think catching them early though. Yeah, we, are, we are catching them early. If where's we take Ohio the State L, ranked though? I'm assuming you're the, the top, We're right? Five, yeah, they usually always so, are. Yeah, knock each other out type deal. But if, if we lose it, this early and we keep, I was going to say if you lose early and then win out, by the time you get there, the momentum right. will but could be behind you. I you know? like Ohio State's offense a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I'm worried, but we'll see what happens. We'll we, see what we happens. Know, we know Ohio State season. They do well in the regular season. They get to the they get to the playoff tournament and get blown out first. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Just like Notre Dame. Yeah, I was gonna say that's very Notre Dame like as well. That's I love uh, that life. common thread there in uh, Ohio <laughs> State Notre Dame. All right, but like Jeff, like you said, this weekend is loaded, and we got Ooh, the three of us yeah. here. We're gonna talk Clash at the Castle. We're gonna talk when worlds collide. We're going to talk All Out, which has 14 matches Jesus. on All Out. Is that a 12-hour card? Uh, it's 14 matches, and Tony Khan on the media call today said they might even be adding more tomorrow on Rampage. So Tony Khan doesn't want going to the restroom. He doesn't want to leave his <laughs> yeah. seat. Yeah. yeah. If you're at home okay, so watching that's... this, he doesn't want you getting a snack. Yeah. 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 Like that, so that's the thing. Like I've never, I've been to a couple big events in my time. Like I, I went to a Survivor Series once, which I guess isn't like a massive event. Yeah. But you're putting on 15 matches, and you're going to one of these states. Like bathroom break, right? Like in at the house, it's easy. I can just run to the bathroom real quick. I can push pause if I want to and keep mm -hmm. going. What do you do? Like you're, you're you just got to pick your spots. Hours. You got to pick your spots. I mean, you bring a big old Gatorade bottle yeah. with you. you yeah, yeah you, you do that. Or what I do is I pick my spot. Like, you know, so like I went, the show wasn't going to be as long as All Out, but I went to Death Before Dishonor when it was in Massachusetts, a couple, you know, and Claudio won. And that was a long pay per view. It was like a little over four hours total. I just know, I just have a feeling I go, okay, this match is going to go long. So I'm going to watch the entrances and then I'm just booking it right at the beginning. So hopefully I'm back within the first five minutes and then I can kind of settle in for the, the home stretch here. But it's tough, especially when, and we'll talk about it obviously with All Out, but like they're building this, like every match is good. Like there's not a, there's not necessarily a super weak match on the card. You know what I mean? It's, it's a strong 14. For all but, the complaints people give about the WWE stylings and stuff though, like about the video packages and the recaps mm -hmm. and stuff like that. As soon as a match ends, if you're there live, you can run to the restroom and make and that it is back true. That is before true. the next match starts. Here it's next match, next match, next match. Next yeah, match. <laughs> just like yeah, wow. exactly. Just, but I mean, hey, I, we already know some of these matches might only be five. Right, long. it's true. It's yeah. true. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, so let's dive right into this. We will go in chronological order of when the events are going to be, starting with Saturday afternoon on the East Coast. Jeff, I know you're out in California, so it'll be but even don't earlier. Don't forget, a lot of our fans, no, drop your predictions in the. Oh comments yes, if well. you are in the chat when we are and talking JPJ about these matches, let us know. While uh, Jeff Hopkins counts his check. That is true. That is true. So we will start with Clash at the Castle in Cardiff, Wales. 
This one, as of right now, there is it's a tape SmackDown, so I don't think they're adding anything anything to it. Only six matches. It has a very much of um, a takeover-ish feel to me. Not a lot of matches, but every match has potential to be an absolute banger mm-hmm. of a match. You know what I mean? It feels like a very Triple H build, I should say. Um, so there's only six matches, but all six of them are strong. Uh, I'm just going to start and work our way up to the main event here. So the first match I have listed is Edge and Rey Mysterio going up against The Judgment Day, who will be represented by Finn Balor and Damian Priest with Dominic and with Rhea at ringside, respectively. Um, I'll start with Jeff for this one. You can give us a little background of how you think this feud has gone so far. I actually think The Judgment Day has been presented very well uh since kind of triple the change a little bit like they at least have purpose and they're made to look strong like not like a bunch of idiots like they kind of were at first once finn joined um but like how have you thought about this build up to this um and we'll let you start right away like who's your pick and we'll just kind of go there with discussion i i think the build's been pretty good yeah um, <laughs> we we still have a problem in that the mysterios acting ability they always act like just met for the first time whenever, <laughs> whenever they're taping a vignette between the two of them yeah and i think we've also drawn out dominic mysterio thing far too long mm-hmm. he's in love yeah i know uh <laughs> and i he's don't in love <laughs> You don't understand, Dad. Yeah, I look yeah. into her eyes and I see good. Um, I'm gonna marry her, Dad. And show you all. Look, Dominic Mysterio is the dumbest baby face in Sting in WCW. Um, <laughs> and my fear is that because this is the stadium show in the UK and their real grand return. There's gonna be there's gonna be the want to do the big nostalgia pop mm-hmm. for Edge and Ray here, and that we're gonna extend this stupid Dom story even more. Yeah. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> but I, you know, but it's all Finn and his homecoming too. So I'm gonna let's let's do this. Let's have him pull the trigger on the Dominic turning heel straight. Oh. Let's have let's have the Judgment Day win here. All right, and Plugo, I don't want to skip you. I was originally going to go to you next, but I actually am. I think Dom is turning, uh, and that's what I'm actually going with too. I, I think this is. I just on Monday, on Monday, how Rhea got him to give her the kendo stick. Just the way she did it, he didn't really fight back. And then more importantly, the promo they had in the back where Dominic was like, you know, dad, you've always said like me familiar. You've always said family, you know? And Ray was like, I understand that son, but you have to understand like edges family. And sometimes you got to call your brothers or whatever he said. And I could tell Dom like the facial expressions. And, and like you said, their acting is not the greatest by any means, but you could tell that Dom was kind of like, mm, you picked your friend over me, dad. You know what I mean? And I think that, with everything that's going on with him falling in love, like Plugo says with oh, Rhea, I think they're going to do it. I think Dom's turning, and I think uh, he's got Finn Balor's going to get a victory over yeah, in his home territory, home continent, and he's going to. The, gonna, the uh, odd thing about this build is that whole Rhea thing with with you know, it's like it's they used to do with like baby doll a lot in the eighties, JP, where it's like you're waiting for someone to hit her, and then they're yeah. going to pop when that happens. But they're never going to do that because they don't do that in WWE. Exactly, so it's kind of a weird build. I, exactly, I've I've that's been and I and I'm not advocating for you know just start hitting women recklessly like that's not where, but I every week 
it's like they get closer and they mm-hmm. get closer. And I, she's playing the like, come on, do it, Dom. What if Rhea turns? What if Rhea falls in love with Dom? <laughs> oh, no, that that's, be, see, that's that what would I'm be saying. catastrophic. Like, that would be catastrophic. Together. I believe. What if Rhea's like, I'm joining the familiar, I think that man. no, that would be catastrophic. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. Because she doesn't ultimately. I mean, she fits in with the. She fits in. They I can't think, do anything with her in a three-on-three match. So maybe I mean, they could. I, I I think at this point. I mean, let's be honest. The, they can't do much with Dom in a three-on-three match. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I would have. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think this match is going to be very good. But All I right. would have. I wanted the six per. I want add add Dom and Rhea can yeah. hold her own. Like Rhea. I would love to see Rhea Ripley throw Ray Mysterio. The only reason around I, the say this, I say like, this. I say this. Throw him around. Is, you know. The only reason I would lean that way is because if the Judgment Day loses this match for any reason, I think it's I think it's done because they <laughs> they can't keep taking L's in big spots. Rhea can only turn face if she does the bad acting the Mysterios. <laughs> we, got, we got Birdo in the chat. Rhea wouldn't look good in the Mysterio mask. It's true. It's true. She no. would. But I mean, I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean Ray. Get uh, Ray. And so Edge you're going Ray and Edge. Yeah. All right. Okay. So so Jeff and I think, that I think Dom's. They're gonna pull the Dom turn, and Judgment Day, and Plugo's going with Edge and Ray. What, what were you gonna say, Plugo? You think what? I you having think, second thoughts? I don't feel you good swam? about it. If we were confidence pointing this, it wouldn't be high. But I okay. yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Like my confidence points are like if this because... if this starts off the show. Let's say this is the opener. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go out. They're gonna start hot. It's fair, and they're gonna go that's with fair. the baby faces. But okay, I still think fair. maybe I still think there's a chance Rhea turns. <laughs> One down, three hundred matches to go. Let's go. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say. All right. We spent way too much time on Dominic. Uh, you know, hey, we, that's that. You're only gonna get that here, right? We, we're be- uh, we're yeah. better than this. All right. All right. We have the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther uh, defending against Sheamus. Now, I happen to think that this match. Could potentially steal the show, to be honest with you. I think this match in that environment over there with that crowd, I think this match has potential to shock people with how good it can be. Like they're going to beat the shit out of each other. It's going to be fitful. What an edge can't take another win over the judge. I agree. Yeah, I if agree. If he wins, I, I think they kill it because it's yeah. not really hitting that hard. But Gunther and Sheamus, I think, is going to be – it's two big guys, physical wrestlers. I love the promo they had last Friday on SmackDown where Sheamus was talking about his accolades, the people he's beaten, everything he's done. Banger I feel like – yeah, banger banger. after banger. I feel like Sheamus is underrated because the people don't look at him as really an all-timer. And when you line up everything he was talking about – I mean, he's kind of up, you know, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, even though we know that that's not, you know, whatever. But I think this match can steal the show. I think Gunther retains. I don't see him losing. Uh, Plugo, I'll let you go first this time. But I, I, I pretend, I think that this match could literally be the, the, ma- the best match that we see in this event. I, I think Seamus had banger after banger one too many times on Friday, lost the crowd. But yeah, I don't think Uther loses. I think this is a good spot for him to show. Because again, Sheamus is well decorated. I mean, people oh, yeah. sleep on Sheamus, and maybe this Fight Club gimmick ain't the ain't the vibe for most people. But the dude's an all time great. So yeah, but I think it's a way to put Guther. Hopefully, I change it back to Walter on the map. I call it. That, that's it. But it's gonna be yeah. a good match. It's gonna be physical. Oh, yeah. And then Jeff will have you finish this one up for us, yeah. 
I actually have a better percentage of Sheamus winning this. Okay. Because they were playing up the whole he's never had the Intercontinental title. That is true. That is true. And that smells a little. I, I'm not saying that Gunther, Gunther won't win this. And I kind of, I kind of, I have respect the man for getting that grit in shape. I'm being bigger, <laughs> mm. but I'm, I'm look, this is a mean guy beat the crap out of each other match. And this, this is all I ever want out of my wrestling. So this might yeah. be my match of actually the weekend, to be mm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with good, but I, but I still hold out a, a smidgen of possibility that this is the, this, that they change the title here, but who's, I don't they will. Whose chest is going to be redder? On... Oh, Seamus. Oh, the, oh, the, the, the albino. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> say, yeah and, you know, but Dustin said it in the on chat. Those 10 beats of the Ballard. Bro. No, I know. But, you know, Dustin said it in the chat. He said, with Seamus being so pale, Gunther's chops are going to look yes. brutal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seamus is going to look. Seamus's chest will be the color of his hair by the time he Yeah, gets exactly. That's, yeah. Like, that's like Anthony Davis with the unibrow. Seamus is just pacing us. That's a choice. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, hey. a, that's, a, that's a very it's marketing. Odd. I'm for it. It is marketing. It is marketing. You think, you think Vince ever said, if you get a tan, I'll fire you? <laughs> Probably. He would, I bet you, if he ever thought about doing it, he would have to get it cleared. You know, all I know is our, our guest, Jeff Hawkins, can afford all the tanning packages he wants because. You know, with the check that cleared this week, oh, no. I almost live because of how much uh, how much I'm being made today. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right, Alberto says, guys, Gunther is going to kick the shit out of him and then take. I I if you're going to have I, Gunther I so. win, it's got to be clean. Oh yeah, you want to establish. But I could see, you know, I agree. I agree with Shame uh, with Jeff about Sheamus is they did say that more than once that he was only the IC title away from being a Grand Slam champion and. He's done everything else. He's won a rumble, money in the bank. He's done everything else. Uh, I could see over there them giving that to him, and then maybe Gunther kind of works his way up to the main event scene because they are obviously very high on that individual as they should be. I could see that happening, but I'm still leaning with I'm leaning with Gunther. Miz and Seth right now. You're only current Grand Slam champions. Mm -hmm. Are Miz and Seth? So you probably you want to add to it. All right. Well, speaking of Seth. They really ramped this story up on Monday, huh? God, what a segment. Uh, but we have Matt Riddle uh, versus Seth, and they brought the Matt back, so it is Matt Riddle. Who's doing? Who's messing? What? What just happened? Who just happened? Alex. <laughs> anyway. Alex, Jesus. What is going on here? <laughs> anyway. Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, Jeff, I'll let you lead here. Tell me what you thought about... I mean, you can talk about both segments if you want. The first one was more of a traditional pro wrestling face-to-face. A couple good shots in there. But really, the thing that everyone was talking about is when they came back and they had that very real-feeling interaction with dropping F-bombs and talking about Riddle's family and kids and things of that nature. Uh, Let me know what you thought about that and where you're leaning here with uh, Rollins and Riddle. Plug, are you still there? Where are you at, Jeff? Where are you at? <laughs> uh, I adored that second half of that. I, oh I, I like yeah. like that they're taking some some mild risks here occasionally with, with the format and things like that. I, I, I do. I, I never thought they are going to make bold changes to the product, but I like the baby steps, and I like – look, I want to feel like there's hate in wrestling again. Mm-hmm. I think hate in wrestling in a feud is a very, very good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, given that we've been building this up and building this up, boy, this one is one that feels like it might continue to extreme rules for a uh, 
a for a possible stipulation. Mm-hmm. So see, that's the reason I think Seth might win this, even though I don't think he should. I think they're going to give this to Seth to do the whole the match. This feud might continue through Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair assessment. Plugo? Yeah, I'm with you too. I mean, Riddle needs it more than Seth, but they did <gasps> just. But they, no, Riddle need again. My thing with this, and especially with the new Triple H regime, regime is you want to build these new people. So you put Riddle in a match, like Gunther gets one over an established Sheamus. Riddle gets one over Rollins. But Rollins just took a bunch of L's to Cody to set that up, and then he got hurt. So you need to get Seth back on track, too, because you need him right now more than you need Riddle in that main event scene. So, yeah, I think with Jeff, I think Seth gets it done, but they do a way where this ain't over. They go to a cage or a yeah. cell in a cell or something at extreme yeah. I could, Yeah, I can definitely see it continuing, but I think... I think Seth and, you know, Birdo asked in the chat, like, when was the last good Seth Rollins win? And I understand that, like, from a he's character perspective, though. he's basically bulletproof, like, just the, his performances, and he's over as hell, and I get it, but I expect Rollins, okay, and we're going to talk about the main event later, but, like, once those belts are off Roman, or once one belt is off Roman, that opens up everything to other people, and I expect... Rollins to be right up there for that time when those belts are off Roman to be involved. And he hasn't won anything in a while. And I agree with Riddle and how Riddle's super over with the fans, but he hasn't gotten like over, over from a per like a presentation standpoint yet to like a main event status almost. But I think Rollins has to win. I think Rollins has to win. He's lost too many big matches recently. Yeah. But the thing that this will do will give, Give Matt Riddle a bit of that edge to mm-hmm. him. He's been lacking because up until now he's just been goofball. Yeah, Orton partner. It, it, if he I turns think... off that for this match and yeah. still loses, it'll do him a lot of good. I think. I'm surprised yeah, he I... didn't pop on the screen when we all pick Seth to win and go. Where are you guys? At? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, exactly. But I think Monday was the start of that. I think Monday was the start of seeing you know a different side of him where like hey i can be the chill bro that's here to have a good time but if you f with me i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna literally kill you and you know he can because he's a former you know you know he can so you add that element to him and he's still the goofy funny guy that's over most of the time but he can do that that adds a whole different layer to his character where that will give him the next leap to be up near the top of the card you know um all right, as we continue to move up this card, we have a six-woman tag match. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka going against Damage Control, I believe is what they're calling themselves, correct? Uh, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. Pluggo, I'll let you lead, my friend, with this one. Um, I feel like the it's been a, a consistently good bill, but I felt like the first previous cup, the previous, the first two weeks were much stronger than the last couple weeks with this build in particular, but uh, how are you feeling about this build to this match? And who do you think's getting Can the victory I, here? So Monday night, the mm. when Oscar uh, B- Belair and Bliss wrestled, did that feel very heelish to anybody else, or was that just? I mean, it was just a squash match, I think. No, That's but they I were very that. cocky about it. It's like you guys are. I just threw that out there. And then, of course, we you know Dakota and EO didn't win the tag titles. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we like, feel okay. about that, Jeff? Yeah. How how do so we I'm feel like, about okay. that? Okay. How do we I'll, feel about that? Before we dive into this match, how win. do we feel about that decision on Monday? Do we think absolute, that's ab- absolute malfeasance? 
busy yeah. now phase it. You gotta it, give it to the strongest team. You gotta give it to the people you just uh you just brought up to Yeah, that's that's legitimate. what I thought. That's what I thought. I think all of us were like just kind of expecting once we saw the brackets, like, oh, Dakota and EO are winning these. Um do we think maybe they know that maybe Sasha and Naomi are coming back sooner than later and it's easier to have them beat Dakota and it's um, over it if you're doing it that way though, because it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, okay, so we're okay. So we have Sasha and Naomi beat Kel and Aaliyah for the titles to set up EO and Dakota versus those two. But Raquel and Aaliyah already just beat Dakota and yeah. EO. So yeah. and they're it, adding into this big ass, big ass match at clash. It's like, why did you just do that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I think I think Bailey's not exactly a hundred percent. I think she's at eighty to ninety right mm-hmm. now. So she needs. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't want this to. I, I. All my dream is is for a WWE stable to not be one star with a couple of flunkies to have yeah. actual competency and equality within the stable, and this would have been the one to do it. But it feels almost like these two are going to be taking balls for Bailey versus anything else. But I mean, yeah. we'll see. I do feel like that was really the first one of the first decisions ever since the you know the triple h kind of taken over where i was like oh that felt why why tony khan agree with you so yeah yeah like why would you do that like i just don't understand like it was just very bizarre to me like you know and i i think obviously it's still early enough that they can easily make sure that this stable still looks good moving forward it's wwe thinking they're thinking of the next champs when they crown these ones and it's yeah. it's and to me it it's much easier, much easier to build Sasha and Naomi versus EO and Dakota as a super fight than it is to put the belts on a transition champion and get the belt on one of the two. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'll plug. I'll I'll go back to I'm you. I'm just like, gonna yeah. go. I'll just make my pick. Like I, I think Belair, Oscar, and Bliss get it done, but I think mm. one of Oscar, I, I think Alexa Bliss is gonna turn on Belair. I kept seeing some looks. Okay, so you think that's maybe a story moving forward? And then that way, but I hate it because I I think that Bailey and EO and Dakota should win, like 100%. I think they should win because, again, it's you debuted them as a trio. What was the point of this? You're just going to have them take loss after loss. That's the old WWE way. Yeah. You should have gave those girls those tag titles. And then if they lost this, eh, okay, like that would make sense because, okay, they just won the tag champs. They went through a grueling tournament. Yada 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 type stuff, but no. So, I think they go with Bel Air and okay. Oscar and Bliss. All right, I, I don't love it. I think Bailey's crew takes it. In. I think Alexa mm. eats the pin, and then maybe that turns or gets they're going heel on that path. But I don't. You can have Dakota eat another pin here and be legitimate in any way, especially after taking the roll up from Aaliyah in the tag tournament. Well, not that Aaliyah the goat. <laughs> For the love of God. But, but, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Dakota was the illegal person. Yeah, she that's how they're going to get out of it. Showed it on camera where she verbally said it, telling the ref. Dakota tweeted after to Triple H about it. So I think that was done on purpose. Yeah, but we, so saw think, with, we saw you know, with Liv Morgan that that doesn't always help your kids. It's true. No. That's true. That's true. Um. Yeah, so... Jeff, you think that Alex Bailey and crew take it? I, I think I, Bailey's team takes it. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think especially after what happened on Monday, you gotta have them look like they matter. And I think a, a victory here, 
you know, and Alexa Bliss can take the pin. Perfect example there. Um, but yeah, I have Bailey and crew winning this one as well. Um, it's their first, you know, Where six, you? First, you know, they got to win. They got to win. You're going against um, me. Yeah, I know. Sorry, man. All right. Now we, we have, I the, bring you in, Jeff. I bring you into the. Oh, I want to make money. Yeah, of course. I'm betting against plug to make money. That's the only reason. There you go. We now have the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship match between the champion Liv Morgan defending against Shayna Baszler. They have made Shayna Baszler look like the Shayna Baszler of old these last few weeks, uh, which is what I'm happy about most. Um, I personally, I want Shayna Baszler to win, and I am pro Liv Morgan. I like Liv. I just think SummerSlam absolutely, absolutely destroyed her the way that they booked that match. And I think because of that, this is kind of over with now, unfortunately. Um, I can easily see Liv Morgan retaining and Ronda being the one that takes the belt off her. But I just because of, well, this is what I want to happen, I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler because I think Shayna Baszler in reality should destroy Liv Morgan. Um, so that's where I'm going to go. I'll slide it down to you, Jeff, next. Um I wouldn't be shocked if I'm 100% wrong about this one, though. but I, I that's think where you I'm are going. wrong. I'll tell yeah. you why. Because they know they made a mistake with what the booking of Liv Morgan and to take the title off of her would be bailing on her. And mm. then you have absolutely no use for her after that. Uh, I I like the idea of a Shayna Ron feud for the mm -hmm. time, but mm -hmm. it ain't going to happen because I think what they're going to do is they're going to use, they're going to use Shayna as a safer for Ronda that live can eat mixed martial artists. So I think, oh, this is going to be uh, tough. Yeah. I think there's going to be some tough sling in this match. To be honest I agree. With you. And uh, I did. But I, but I, yeah. live, I think live ends it with like either a banana peel or they'd pull the thing in where Shayna doesn't understand the rules of professional wrestling. Like she used to do with her all the time. Yeah. Um, and for Berto's comment, I, I disagree with that. I think the Shayna Baszler that Vince McMahon showed you, Maybe didn't have any championship material uh, to her, but if you watch the Shayna Baszler from NXT with Triple yeah. H, Triple she H was... knew how to present her. Oh my Vince, god, yeah. Star yeah. as like a raccoon, I think. Correct. So. Whereas when she was in NXT, she still, I believe, is the only two-time NXT Women's Champion. I believe um, she was an absolute monster. She ran through that whole women's roster for yeah. over a year. Uh, she's a stone cold killer. She's as good as Ronda Rousey, if not better. She's definitely better at, at promos than Ronda. I think Shayna Baszler is probably everything as far as a total package goes that they would want Ronda to be personally. Um, I just disagree with that comment, but anyway, you, Jeff is probably right. I admit that I'm picking with my heart here, not my head. Cause I just love Shayna Baszler. Uh, but Pluggo, I'll let you finish this one before we move on to our main event of the evening. No, I think Jeff said it perfectly. They, they made a mistake with Liv mm -hmm. or with the booking of Liv. What and again, and I am a Shayna Stan. I love Shayna Baszler. I, I, you and I, JPJ have talked about it probably since day one of knowing each other is like, Oh yeah. How much we enjoy her and how much she should be a monster. But how do you get Liv back on track? You present the Shayna Baszler that we all know and love just for her to take an L to live to try to save it. Because if you kill it too early, then you've lost all that. You're admitting like, defeat. You're, kinda, yeah, right? you're admitting like we screwed up. We shouldn't listen to you. So they're going to present her as a monster. I think that there's something there with Shayna and Rhonda as just a match where it doesn't even necessarily need the belt. But mm -hmm. I think Liv gets the win. I just do. 
as much as I would love Shayna to get the win, but yeah, that's, that's where fair. I'm at. All right. And now we move on to our main event of the I evening. I don't feel good about any of my picks so far. Like I don't feel like slant, but that's I good. like that though. I yes, like that. that, that yeah, exactly. I agree. I, was, I think all three of us were just going to say, but that's a good thing. We've that's done a good thing. We've done WWE prediction shows here where we literally just went, "Yep, we think all the favorites are going to win." That's it. Yep. We'll talk about the mm-hmm. main event. Call it a day. So like literally. at least that there's some intrigue here is awesome. So yep. good on them. And we have the main event, which is the uh, singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. It is the champion Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Pluggo, you know, you know, I have been swaying. I have, I have been thinking about this match for a few weeks now because I do think, I think you got to pull the trigger and you do it with Drew. I've, I've slowly. I've went into it going, Roman, two years, has been untouchable. Would it shock me if they just kept? No, of course not. He's been unbeatable for two years. But I'm of the ilk, and I know Pluggo, we've talked about it. We talked about it a little last week. Like, if not now, then, you know you know what I mean? Like, Drew has been presented this last month as somebody at that level of Roman Reigns. You can make the argument that Drew deserves this moment in front of the fans because he didn't get that moment in front of the fans at Mania a couple years ago. Oh, there's the vase. There it is. You got to stay hydrated. You got to stay hydrated. I had that point. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's in, you know, not his home country, but it's in his home area, his home territory. Give him that moment. I am of the belief that if you're aiming for rock, for Roman and Rocket Mania, the title should be nowhere near that. It doesn't need to be. That could be the main event of Mania without a title. It doesn't matter. That well, we can we can talk about that because that you want to talk about guy, heat. welcome to the chat. You want to yeah, thanks for being here, have guy. But you want to talk about heat? We could talk about that afterwards. But I think, and I've been swaying back and forth. I'm going with the prediction that I think you got to go all in. You give it to Drew. You give it to Drew. Pluggo, I'll let you go, and then we'll finish oh. this one up with Jeff. But that's where three I'm three things for me right now that are. Like the theory, the theory involvement, does he cash in? Because if you just have Roman win, Drew looks amazing, pushing the limit, theory cashes in. We've seen that, that before. Possible? Right. No, he's I'm not just... cashing in against Roman. If anything, he would cash in against Drew. Drew wins it. Okay. And, and then, then a cash about... in. Well, and the other thing is, is co- like the Cody factor, right? Rumble. That's a Rumble thing. I don't but think that's that what I'm saying. Anymore. Like, are you willing to just let Roman carry to the Rumble and make it? No, a I think game? I think Seth will have it by the time we get to next year's Mania for Cody and Seth. Yeah, you just, but that's you just, you just hopping them titles. That's far. Away. That's far away. It makes sense, doesn't it? That's far. And away. is Bray Wyatt coming back? I don't know. Anyway, if I had to pick gun to my head, yeah, I think you give it to Drew, but I can't. I, I'm gonna stick with Roman. I think that there's something that we're just not. It's too. It's too like laid out. It's too perfect. Okay. It's too like, okay, give it to Drew. It makes sense. There's a way that you can still get through that title with the involvement of theory or some other stuff, or I don't know. I just, I don't love it. I don't love this card. (laughs) I mean, I like the card. I miss it. I miss it being easy, Jeff. Tell me what you're thinking. Convince me. I am under the opinion that there was a plan penciled out here by Vince McMahon and that Drew was going to lose this match when Vince McMahon was in charge. Mm-hmm. Because I, I have thought for a while that the plan is to get to Rock versus Rome. Yeah. 
and to have Roman beat Rock or Rock beat Roman for like maybe the SmackDown title. And maybe the plan changed a little bit when they signed Cody. So Cody could take the Raw title and Rock could take the other title from mm-hmm. Roman. The mm-hmm. empty arena drew win. If you recall follow up to that, that was when Vince had no idea what to do with Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. He was doing the thing that he always does where it's like, okay, I'm going to try various alpha male archetypes here to see what I can get with them. He had, he was a ladies man. He's the sarcastic guy. He was the tough guy mm-hmm. and they kept on gimmicking, gimmicking, gimmicking him. And it killed it. It killed his reign after that wrestling, to be honest. And there was you. no way to judge it because there was no fans. Right. To- and we were bringing Heath Slater back to die to try yeah. and get sympathy yeah. for him and all those other things. That video package they did for him was fantastic. Yes, it was. He is in this stadium, and it is a makeup call of all makeup calls. And I have faith in Triple H because Triple mm-hmm. H had him as an NXT champion. That he knows yeah. what to do here, and he knows how to not have Roman lose all the heat necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he has to. But really, Roman has to be cooled off a bit to rebuild this bloodline storyline, which has gone nowhere for a while, mm-hmm. other than the Sami Zayn edition. Yep. Because the Usos haven't had any depth to them since joining, to be honest with you, to the Jimmy J story. I'm going with Drew here, and I'm going with the nice picture and the happy ending and everybody going home happy. Yeah. The theory uh, move is a Vince move all the way. Oh, yeah. And if they do that, that's stupid. Unless unless Drew beats Theory. Unless a failed cash. Yeah. I mean, it could be a failed cash in, though, like Jeff just said. Like, what if... What if he does try to cash in and Drew just beats him? That and then Drew, be... you get that double moment, that double victory moment for Drew there in front of, and then everyone does go home real happy. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's not a bad idea. I didn't but think, I think about Triple, that. I think Triple H is into booking uh, happy endings versus heat. And I think I think that's going to be the choice here. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. So that wraps up the first. I'm not, uh, I mean, I'm convinced that they might be Drew, but I'm still, I'll stick with Roman just to be different. But look, I, is, is it going to shock any of us if Roman I, Lee? Come on. I mean, let, he's let been let unbeatable for two years. Pick here real quick, Cause I like, I like that they've had a strong long-term champion. They haven't told any real great stories necessarily with him, but have Roman on top for almost two years now. Positive and, and Roman has been great in the role as he yes. plays it too. Yeah. I mean, it's really given him some range and stuff, mm-hmm. and he seems special now. So I, I like I will defend Plugos pick here. I think it I think it's not the worst pick in the world, but no, of course not. And like I said, if, if yes, Roman ends up winning, if Rome no, but if Roman ends up winning, I'm gonna be sitting there watching it going like, all right, yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah, like yeah, Roman, yeah. he's been that guy for two years, so you know what I mean. I just think. You could have Drew win it yeah. and then eventually just say, you know what, I want to if be. If it's not Drew, and I know Jeff thinks it could be The Rock, which, I mean, again, yeah, I just, I don't think that. See, there's, the but there's no guarantee either that The Rock is going to be able to wrestle at the and moment that they want to. And that, but that's been Vince's dream. That's what Vince exactly. has been holding so, out for this you know, entire time. And I, know we I, have think a lot. Tri- I think Triple H would understand the magnitude of that match, too. Yeah. I know everybody but, said that's Vince's, Vince's idea, but I think Triple H would be like, yeah, if I can get The Rock to show up at Mania, yeah. hell yeah. I, I just think, you know, for me... I think it's more things. likely The Rock shows up at Mania because it's Triple H in charge than it oh, was yeah. with Vince and all the shit going on with Vince. Oh, 100%. 100%. That I, could you be know, too. Yeah. 
And I don't know if it was if it was part of the reason, but I think maybe everything that was going on, you know, John Cena showed up for that random Raw, and every, a lot of people just assumed, oh, he'll be around, he'll do a SummerSlam thing with maybe Theory or something like that. But I thought the way how he just showed up that one night and kind of bounced, I thought in the back of my mind, I was like, I wonder if certain people that John Cena has in his group now that he's in Hollywood were like, hey, why don't you know show up, do your thing, but like, why don't you try to keep a small distance here? until we kind of know what's going on. Cause you got this growing over here that could be bigger for you than this maybe. So why don't we uh, take a step? And I think you could have potentially ran into something like that with the rock too. So I don't know who knows, um, but all right. So now we go to Sunday afternoon NXT. We have when worlds collide, this has come together over the last couple weeks and it's turned into a pretty damn Good looking card a little bit here. There, this is basically NXT UK is going away. We're starting NXT Europe next year. So we have to get rid of all the NXT UK belts. So we're having unification matches so they can all just become the NXT titles. And see you later. We'll be back NXT Europe in 2023. So that's that's what we're doing here. Um, but it's a it's a it's very much takeover style, five matches, all title matches. It's looking good. The matches themselves should be good. We will start. Um yeah, I mean, they're all what I think potentially, and I know we talked about Gunther and Sheamus potentially being Jeff's favorite match of the weekend. I think this match has potential to be one of the best, if not the best match of the weekend. Yeah. And it's for the NXT North American Championship. Yeah. And it is Carmelo Hayes defending against Ricochet. And I mean, <laughs> this match literally, if they, if they which I'm going to assume they're going to let them go. Uh, this match really could be the best wrestling match we see of all the whole weekend. Um, Jeff, I'll let you go first. Um, I'll, I will be fair. I don't watch NXT 2.0 as strongly or as regularly as I did the old version of NXT, but I have been paying attention since Triple H has taken over a little bit more. And this is really piqued my attention, this card. So I'll let you start with Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. I'm first going to say, uh, yeah, I remember a card like this when I was a young wrestling fan when NWA and UWF decided to join together and get bought, and UWF didn't win a single damn match in the car. <laughs> and I think a lot of this made the same way. Yeah. Uh, this was my match of the week and, uh, until I thought about the, 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 the Gunther Sheamus thing. Yeah. Because this is either going to be off charts awesome or a complete and total train wreck. And I am interested as hell to see if Melo hang with Ricochet. Yep. I really am. Um, yeah, this is going to be fun. I thought Ricochet cut a very good promo on the Go Home Show, at mm -hmm. the, especially a very good promo for Ricochet. Yep. Um, and Melo's great. I, I want get Trick Williams the hell out of there early, though. That's my fear because the trick interference is the one thing that could put a damper on this. Yep, that's fair. Uh, I, I don't see any of these guys sticking around in NXT. NXT. I don't think it's a reshuffling of the roster. I think it's just kind of a guys coming home, put up the young guys over type thing. So I think Mello either wins this or Trick Williams causes a disqualification, but I do not see a title change of anyone. All right, that's fair. Plug off, slide it over to you. Um, it's this is like in a lot of ways, this would be Mello's coming out party. I know he's I already so. established in NXT. Like I said, Ricochet's coming down, doing the favor, putting him over. Mm -hmm. I don't see Mello being a long term mainstay on NXT. Nope. So I could see him getting called up as early as like next week 
if they really it's wanted fun. to. Uh, if they want, I mean, I'm gonna say if they want. I mean, like, because he's that good, it's not like mm-hmm. it would be like, oh shit, you called this guy up. So I could see him like winning it, and the way his character is just being like, I've already done everything I can with this, like. And then they yeah. have a tournament of some type and crown a new champion. <laughs> like, that's very NXT 2.0 booking. But yeah, I just I think it's mellow. I yeah, really I I'm in agreement. I think I think it's Carmelo. You know, Braun Breaker is the NXT champion, but in my eyes, for a long time, Carmelo Hayes has been the guy down there. He's the guy that I look at in NXT 2.0, and I'm like main roster star immediately. Like just like presentation, promo, in ring. Everything about him. He's um, perhaps the biggest beneficiary of Vince leaving. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think Vince wouldn't see it in him. Nope. But I think Hunter and Sean, whatever triumph, you know, whatever they have going on with NXT, whatever, they know. And they know that that guy is could be like he's a future world. He's a, he's a top guy. Um, I think they're gonna have a banger of a match. I think Ricochet is there to have a really good match and make this kid look like a superstar. And I think he will, and I think Carmelo. I, I, I agree with you, Jeff. I don't want Trick, even if he doesn't get kicked out of ringside, just don't be involved that. You want to be the cheerleader, the manager, cool. Kind of keep your ass in the corner a little bit and let these two do their thing. This would be I mean? one of those cool um, moments if Melo just said, hey, Trick, I got this. That would be cool, too, if they're in the arena and they start walking down and he's kind of like, no, no, this is all like me. Mellow this, understanding yeah, like, you know. the magnitude of like what Ricochet did in NXT. Yeah. And like, I know, that would be very cool I know he's me. a heel, but just you've seen it before where heels go, I got this. I don't need my help. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think so. I think we're all in agreement there that we're all picking Carmelo uh, as the victor here. So we will move on to 15 a- matches down, 387. <laughs> this one's a nice go. one. We got the we got the small cards out of the way first before we, you know, we For dive in deep. AEW yeah, we dive in marathon. deep. Yeah, we have a fatal four-way tag team elimination match to unify the NXT and NXT UK Tag Team Championships. We have the Creed Brothers, who I love. Uh, we have Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, who are the NXT UK champions. We have Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang, who just came over a couple weeks ago. And we have Pretty Deadly. So those are the four teams. It is elimination. Um, Plugo, I'll let you lead. Where do you, who do you think leaves with the unified NXT Tag Team Champions? Creed Brothers. Yeah. I'm not going to go That's super fair. in depth because That's I, fair. Don't, I don't know a ton about. I don't. I watch NXT based on like matches I want to see. So I see a lot of Carmelo Hayes stuff. I don't watch a lot of the Creed Brothers because they don't do it for me. But that's the Creed okay. Brothers don't do it for you. But I think they'll win. Wait, is that true? That, you don't, I just you don't, don't get that. Like ex- I don't get that excited about it. All right. That's fine. Not, subjective, bro. It's subjective. I'm not going like to fake I like it. the Creed Brothers. Um, I'll, I'll let Jeff go super yeah. in depth. I'm just going to say, hey, I don't pay attention that much to the Creed Brothers, so, but I think they're going to win. I yeah. love the Creed Brothers. I do too. Um, yeah, I, I, I like, I like the odd man out of this show. I I I like uh, I like Julius more than Brutus because I think there's a lot more weird personality there. Although Brutus is so. Uh, uh, which one? Say, am I mixing them up? Which one? The tall one. Brutus is the tall one, right? No, I think Julius. Is okay, the never mind. Sure. I love Brutus Creed more than Julius Creed. Yeah. But Julius is really improved on the mic. Is really the leader, and you know they, that one. You know that they see something in if they're mm-hmm. pulling the hard foundation slash rockers type thing. I hope they don't because I love them as a team. 
Yeah. Gallus has been sneaky good over at NXT UK. I'm one of the few people who watched NXT UK throughout its entire run. They do some impressive heel work and they have some fun chemistry and, uh, and the occasional great sketch over there. So I like them and I love Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly is yeah. possibly the most improved tag team in the entire WWE system in the last two years. They mm-hmm. they have really they went from being enhancement dudes to being stars and they are main roster ready. They should have been maximum male models, to be honest with you. That would have made sense. And that, that thing. Made sense. Uh, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs stink. Yeah. Um, but I'm rooting <laughs> for Brooks, I believe it is, because I believe he's Bull Cannon's Bull kid. Bull Cannon's kid is Brooks, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I like them. Uh, I think there's a way to get belts off of both Brooks and Creed and continue those stories with, uh, you know, with the, I think this comes down to an elimination match. I think it would be pretty deadly versus Brooks and Briggs. I think pretty deadly unifies the titles. here. All right. All right, cool. I like that. I like that pretty deadly. Uh, I'm actually, you know, I, and again, I wasn't a, a big NXT UK follower as well, but I, paid a lot of attention to Gallus because they were one of the groups that you heard a lot about, even though, you know, not everybody was necessarily watching NXT UK. I think they've come over in the last couple of weeks and made an immediate impression. Um, I know Joe Coffey, he's the one that's not in this match, but Joe Coffey was fighting for world championships over there in NXT UK. Um, I actually think that Gallus is going to end up winning this. I think that they kind of view them as a big deal. I think you have a new faction Coming over to NXT, you can make them look impressive right away by having them win the match. I think the Creed brothers, they I agree with you that the Creed brothers and Brooks and Jensen have other stories going on that that could be the focus of them, not necessarily the titles. I see the Creed brothers on the main roster sooner than later at, you know, maybe not right away, but sooner than later. I think they could be a, a main roster tag team that the crowd would adore, like very much be behind. Um I'm going with Gallus. I don't have any rhyme or reason behind it. I just think, you know, new new group coming over, make them look strong right away. If they have the titles, it makes them look strong. So with that. that's where I'm going there. All righty. So then we have a tag team match for the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. We have Katana Chance and Caden Carter, the champions. And we saw Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. show up, uh, which was pretty cool. There was a lot of main roster uh, implementation in this past week's NXT um, and they were two of them, and they came up, and they challenged, and they will be the challengers for this match. Um, I don't see Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. winning. I think this is kind of what we talked about with Ricochet a little bit, like main roster talent, former NXT, well, Nikki A.S.H. at least, former. Dewdrop was there for a little bit, but former NXT, former NXT UK talent that are going to make Chance and Carter look really good and a good title uh, retain. That's where I'm going. Jeff, I'll head your way next. Uh, what do you think about the women's tag team match? Yeah. My hope is that they come out as Nikki Cross oh and Piper Niven. That would be incredible. Because they've been doing vignettes where where uh, Dewdrop is trying to kill the cape. And Nikki Cross, Sanity Nikki Cross is one of my favorite characters Ooh. NXT ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, just crazy and just great in that whole stable. The whole stable was underrated, in my opinion. I love yep. them. Mm-hmm. I am also here for any interplay between Hyper Niven and the two small girls on the other side, because I think she's going to be throwing them around. I think it's going to be awesome toss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the end, they see something in these two. I don't know what it is. I mean, they, have, they improved, and I like their finisher a lot. 
Mm-hmm. This dance gimmick does nothing for me, though. Um, yeah. Oh, plug us here to party. Uh, <laughs> TikTok but, tag team, baby. <laughs> chance for Tane. Yeah, I would agree. Plugo? Plugo's going off is, the grid with all his picks today. He's just like, no, ah. Yes, I am, because this is I, this is the most this is the most pointless set of tag titles in the company because you don't have a ton of women's tag teams as it is and we all i just i think i think so you don't stay on the like oh the veterans are coming down just to put the young talent over i think maybe piper nevin and like you said nikki cross get it done and it's like a call back to their nxt days but then I think you just bounce it back to them at, like on a win on a Tuesday night. You have Nevin and Ash lose it. Cause what else are they doing? They just lost in the tag tournament. Caden and Katrina. Katana. 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 Sorry. I, again, I don't watch Can't a lot see. of NXT. I don't watch a lot. Yeah. Of they just beat toxic attraction. So it's really no, no point to run that back. And there's really no other tag teams down there for them to fight with. Sure, I mean, they're on a ton. I mean, there's not a lot for them to do, so why not throw the titles to Piper and, and Nikki and just have like a month program on NXT with them and maybe hopefully build up a couple more teams in the process and then you have them win it again and just move on because it's not like it really matters because the uh, at the ultimate women's tag titles can be defended on all three brands as we learned again in this tournament. And why have That's two fair. sets? Yeah, I think they need to just figure out a way to get rid of them. Honestly, yeah, but. they do, and they would be kind of be funny if the NXT champs came back to NXT, and lost them there to the NXT tag champ, <laughs> and, and then it's Case and Katana. We're gonna have a unification. Well, I mean, well, then you get them off of them that way, and then you get rid of the NXT champ to lose to uh, Io and uh, Dakota, yeah. which would be fun. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Nevin and Mickey get it done. I'm just gonna be that guy up here in the it corner w- today. Just no, but it, it, would, it would be cool if, like Jeff said, they kind of made a little small change to the characters a little bit because you have seen the vignettes. I, I remember on SmackDown they were like they were shown arguing with each other or just having a strong conversation with each other in the, the background, background of another yeah. promo. So it seems like they're adding layers to them as a well, team, is- as a story. So like. And that's Maybe how it does NXT, lead to the NXT crowd knows them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It would be awesome. And so it would if, make a ton of sense. Yeah. All right, cool. We'll move on. I'm we have <laughs> We have a triple threat match to unify the NXT women's championship and NXT UK women's championship involving the NXT women's champion, Mandy Rose, the NXT UK women's champion, Miko Satamora and Blair Davenport. Um, I think particularly they made this a triple threat. So Mandy Rose can pin Blair Davenport and become and be the champion. Cause I do not think that Sadamore is going to be staying over here to the point where she's going to win this match. But I honestly think with her and her history and just how dominant and great she is, they don't want her taking a pinfall either. So I think Mandy Rose will retain. I think she'll do so by pinning Blair Davenport. Pluggo, what say you? It's very simple for me. That's what I think this they're doing. I think because I think Blair Davenport, the former B Priestley, was ready tailor made mm-hmm. for AEW. She was going to have her big North American run with AEW, and COVID hit, and she didn't have a job, so she took the NXT gig. I think 
Mandy is tailor made and ready to go back to the main roster. I think I think Davenport wins by Mandy pinning Mandy. Team, by pinning Mandy, okay. establishing it, setting it up. Mandy gets the call up. Mito Miko does go back and does whatever. I think she's gonna stay around. I just don't think she's like you said. I don't think she's gonna do like a long NXT title run here. Maybe maybe she will, but yeah, you never know. I mean, if they have her committed to staying, I would see her win. But I know that I, just I thought don't know it, if she I would do that. I you know, could be wrong. That initially a lot of it was she was gonna do a lot of coaching, and then they were gonna do these matches and kind of give her her swan song type deal because she's been doing this thing for. Ever. Yeah, a long time. She was in WCW. She was. She was. She, yeah. she, yes, she was. Yes, she was. Jeff, to round it out here. The perfect match would have been just one on one Mandy versus Mako Satamura mm-hmm. and Mako killing her in five yeah. seconds. Yes. To send Mandy up to the main roster. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know if she's going to the main roster because Mandy looks like she has no F's to give on this NXT run, although mm-hmm. she's doing a very good job at times. Doing she's it. She, she's over delivered. She's over delivered. She over delivered in that Stark match. I thought. Uh, yeah, I agree. During that time, um, I have news for for E. Priestley, Will Davenport. Uh, the two big matches she had in AEW, she hurt Rio. She hurt Britt Baker. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One's pinning the other that they don't have to pin Miko. Uh, and I think it. I, my th- thinking was it said this sets up. A Miko Mandy Rose feud where it it Miko finally wins the title because I think she's staying and I think she's gonna be training because she's training over at NXT UK. Okay. She is great. The women there could use so. My my thing is sign waivers, lock the doors, and don't ask questions and just let Mako do what she does. Yeah, because she is a great trainer. Yeah, uh, I love Miko Satamara and I know that she is a dream yeah. match for Sasha Banks. So mm-hmm. I think she's good. I think that's going to be something to keep her around as well. Yeah, if she stays, like by all means, that changes everything. I'm just not sure what the plan this, is. Like if you if you got her locked in, then yeah, run with her because she's fantastic. Feels like it's gonna be one of two things. Mayo hits Mandy with a shot, gets thrown out of the ring by Blair. Blair pins, or mm-hmm. Mako hits Blair with a shot. Mandy <laughs> throws her out. Mandy yeah. pins Blair. Yeah. But it's going to be one of those two two things. I am going to go with Mindy Rose retaining, and then they're using this to set up a feud with Mako for Mako to finally win the title. All right, cool. I like that. I mean, I look at it. I, yeah, if Mako's sticking around, like, yeah, I'm all for that because she is awesome. She yes. is awesome. So uh, that would be great. I, I just assume that the Blair Davenport was added there for a specific reason so Mako doesn't have to lose so that so either Mako way it goes Mandy, Mako or Mandy will have to Ex- lose. So exactly. I, I'm going to go with Mandy winning uh, Blair then. Right. I'll say it's Mandy. Wins. All right. That works. So me and Jeff uh, agree there. Plugo on his Island again over there. No, I'm just kidding. Nope. I respect the pick. I do too. I'm also there too. Yeah. Where are you guys at? I'll find you. <laughs> and then we have the main event, a singles match to unify the NXT championship and the NXT United Kingdom championship, which I think over in the UK still has an even been officially given to Tyler Bate nope, in that tournament hasn't, on hasn't television. Been on TV. Nope. But anyway, it is the NXT yeah, champion Braun Breaker against the NXT UK champion Tyler Bate. Jeff, I will have you go first on this one. Uh, who do you think is leaving as the 
unified NXT champion. Oh, all these UKs are so small, including Gallus. It was so weird seeing Gallus and look how t- tiny they are compared to other guys because they're giants over in the UK. <laughs> uh, I love Tyler Bate. I do too. They have wasted a lot of his prime thing after the initial NXT UK tournament to then stick the belt on Pete Dunne, and then they just forgot about Tyler Bate. And he's been hanging around, getting tattoos, growing his hair out, doing mustache mountain occasionally here and there. He's going to have to be the real general in this match because you're not going to rely on Ron to call this thing. Mm-hmm. That would be and he's going to lose, I think, um, unless Braun's getting the call up, which I don't think he is. They usually don't do this until after major pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no draft in sight. So Braun Breaker's definitely winning this thing. I think this is going to be better than we think it's going to be, but I think it's still going to be a bit of a mess. Yeah. Isn't that, um, cra- isn't that crazy? That Like when Bate won the first inaugural UK title, he was like just turned like 19. Yes. Yeah, he was very and, that, and they were like over the moon about like this kid's the future, 19 years old, first UK champ. And then like you said, Jeff, they were like, Whatever. And they made him a transition camp immediately because the Dunn story was getting. And now so what? Now he's time. now he feels like he's thirty five. But yes. I mean, obviously, yeah, but anyway, how old? he's still young. He's though, still right? young. He has like, to be like what twenty five, twenty six, something. No, like that? Tim, we we did. Tim, we have not talked Bray yet. I we are actually. It's a pick'em show. Pluggo did ask, but well, rumors are rumors. Sean Ross Sapp actually this week on, um, the list in your boy with Jimmy Van said that. Uh, He'll have some news on that coming up, and he said it, most wrestling fans probably aren't going to like the news Tim, he has on it. So I think it might be maybe further away than we're all hoping, but who knows? Who knows, but, really? So yeah, I, um, I, I ultimately, we're talking Braun here. I think uh, I, I will go with Jeff, not because I'm trying to you know join the crowd, but I just think Breaker's still the guy. Um, yeah. I think I think if we were talking six months ago, they might have this might have been a good place to get him out and get him on the main roster, but I think the way Triple mm-hmm. H is stacking the roster, there's still because Braun still needs some, still has some room to go. Oh, yeah, some seasoning. I, I agree. I agree with both of you. I think Braun is winning this one. I think it, this is the easiest decision on the card. Maybe probably, Bray Wyatt wins this one too. But I, but I think you know, I think Braun wins, and then I see Tyler Bay going up to the main row. I just think he goes to the main row. That's what I think. Yeah, I thought Mustache Mountain was a good act for the main roster, but they yeah. have a Trent Seven. But I, I think Tyler Bay can be that, you know, if they put him on SmackDown, let's say, right? He can be that. Yeah, keep him away from Gargano. That's what I was going to say. Gargano will be that Daniel Bryan underdog yeah. guy on Raw, yeah. and I think Tyler Bay can be that guy on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I actually think Bate comes over. He loses to Braun because Braun's still the guy. Braun still needs to be down in NXT and get, you know, Get get a little bit more polished. I do think he'll be a star down the line as well. Um, but yeah, I can see Tyler Bate losing and then heading up to the main roster relatively quickly, like not hanging around NXT at all. That's what I I could see that happening. But I don't think that's gonna happen there, Tim. What is that so. now? Boston White Sox. Yeah, okay, uh, is that his name? Is that his team name in that in the league? Yeah. Boston White Sox. Do we want to do a throwaway Bray line? Because because I hadn't heard I hadn't read the thing from Sean. Yeah, he, I don't think he's. I don't think he's like. He had, he just said it verbally. I don't think he's put anything out yet, okay. like a report well, or anything. Wrestling fans are going to be upset. That means he's at AEW. Maybe. <laughs> yes, well, maybe. my thing, maybe. my thing with Bray is Bray, <laughs> a Bray Wyatt return or a Fiend return or 
whatever you want to do. I don't think it can be the fiend. It needs to be a new iteration. My, or my I wouldn't mind is, the Southern Bray Wyatt coming back. Is that's a that's an end the show type return? That's yes. like oh shit, he's here. See you Monday. He's the new head if, of the because. But then you. But if you do that, you step all over Drew. Yes. Based on what we talked about, you step all over the big win at Cardiff. Now that would be wrestling fans upset too. I think. Yeah. But, right. Well, so I, that. That's a weird spot. Maybe you don't do it at class. They've set up, but they've set up a uh, carrying cross to the guy to go. Uh, yeah, it's Drew, kind of the so. net. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm so. fine with, but you just don't want to crush Drew. Yeah, uh, that's not a bad idea, Tim. Like having a, fa- a faces of Bray type thing where you could kind kind of Only channel if all. Only Husky Harris is part of it. You have to you have to do it right. You have to do it right because that guy has come up with good idea after good idea that the old man buried into let the me, ground. Let me throw so. out another minor idea there. Where it's not Bray's introduced as a star, but Bray's the one who's helping to turn Alexa back and go back to that well. Oh boy, yeah. I yeah. didn't hate that. I know that people shit on it. I didn't. I don't hate Alexa. us and Bray working together either. I don't. Well, hate I was gonna say, yeah, Bobby, our boy Bobby Munson, who after t- after this show, per usual on Thursdays, Major Love Wrestling, the best MLW coverage on these interwebs. All Bobby and That's Papa Smokes best. always following us on Thursdays, but. I would not hate that either. Carrying Cross and Bray Wyatt working together. That would be that would be something that would very much pique my interest. Okay, now time for the six seven matches. Yeah, and I was gonna that. say yes. We now we still have that was good. We took the first hour on that. Now we'll you know we'll dive in. Take the next three uh, hours, Sunday. No, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try to we're gonna try to do it quick because we still got football. Jeff's got shit to do. Jeff's got. Oh no, no, fine for the next hour, but it's just one of those things where it's just like God, this is a big card. It's a big card. All right, so we are going to dive into AEW All Out. Right now, there are 14 matches booked uh, for the Zero Hour and the card combined. Tony Khan on the media call today said they might even be adding another one, possibly, tomorrow night on Rampage. We will see. And a fish concert. and (laughs) Dave Matthews, all these people showing up. Um, But we'll dive right at the top. Zero Hour. We have two matches. No, I'm sorry, three matches booked for zero hour. And we'll start right with the one I'm looking forward to the most, even though I'm looking forward to all three. But Which is three it is Tomo Hero. Last pay-per-view. What is it? Isn't that three more matches than they had in the last pay per view? They think didn't so. do anything. No. So they had Tomo Hero Ishii going up against Eddie Kingston. Plugo, I'll let you lead this one. Um, so First Sammy, fact, so Sammy called him fat for not having the match now. Well, I mean that. Well, Tony Khan referenced this on the media call today. Uh, he was asked about it. Sean Rossap was actually the one that asked him about it, and he said that uh, he thinks that they're they're open to have that match and rekindle it down the line. But right now, it takes three to tango, and uh, Tony Khan is the only one who's willing to be tangoing right now. So that tells me that they are not. Kingston and Sammy are not uh, on good terms, even to the point of even working with each other. So well, this we got Ishii and Kingston. Hard hitting. I think oh, yeah. Kingston wins. Okay. I, I, I never, okay. I don't ever really pick against Eddie Kingston. I love him so much. I mean, I can't blame you. I love the guy. And I think love they're the eventually building him to get back into the title picture. That's fair. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him being the one-off guy to challenge for whoever the champion will be at, like, Grand Slam in New York or something like that. I think if they built him properly in a short amount of time, you maybe could swing that. But, uh, Jeff, we'll go down to you. Uh, what are we thinking about Ishii and Eddie Kingston here? The two, right? This is their, they're booking it as the two. Oh, go ahead, sir. 
Yeah, like their second. Uh, Kingston needs a relaxed diva ish a little bit. Um, <laughs> Kingston, of course, hard hitting, crowd pleaser. I don't know if this starts zero hour or ends zero hour because you don't burn them out going into the match. Yeah. At the same time, you don't want to piss a lot of people off who are just coming into the arena that they just missed it. So, uh, no. but it'll be interesting where it's placed. But Kingston's winning this. Yeah, and I agree with the both. Yeah, I don't have to. Add, I don't have much more to add to what you two said, but I agree. I think it'll that be. That seems to be becoming a theme with AEW. By the way, is like people are getting mad at the promos that are getting cut on other people, and it's like, but you guys came here for that kind of freedoms because the other company would have scripted it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everything's different. I, I think it just you know the element of what's going on with WWE adds into this stuff with AEW. No, oh, I, I think, think, but I think even Triple H is still, he's still got a pretty tight group. Yeah, on but I do stuff, feel like you can kind of tell right away that like, like some of the stuff is more free over there already. Right. Um, but don't, let's not get mad because he called you, you know, wrestling, they're wrestling fans. They got to find something to be mad about. Anyway. Don't we? I'm talking about uh, the wrestlers. I'm not oh, talking all right. about, I'm yeah. talking about, uh, Punk had issue with what Hangman said. Yeah, I mean, got at some point you got you got to be a, you got to be like, adults. Like you know, Jeff guys, said being like, a little diva ish. Like talk this shit out beforehand because you're, you're you're trying to sell a match, guys. Like it's it's business. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah, know. like I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, but I agree with you guys. I think it's Eddie Kingston's to win. I think it'll be a good match. They'll chop the crap out of each other and be violent. But Eddie Kingston needs it. Ishii is not an AEW wrestler. Very easy decision for, i think for me uh we then move to a singles match for the ftw championship it'll be the champion plugo's favorite hook going against angelo parker hook uh, wins hands down done i i agree i think hook easy victory here not much Let's to discuss on. yeah I, I think all three of us are are on that train oh you're gonna do the that's wow i can't Look, do that's it. pretty good that's a good impression that's a good impression of hook it's gonna be like champs here he's gonna gonna hook him he's gonna leave all right and then we have i don't know if it will be the main event i don't know but we have for the aew all atlantic championship we have making his in-ring return to aew kip sabian challenging the champion pack uh jeff i'll let you lead this one um kip literally just came back on last week's dynamite um yeah, and he's already in this title match with Pac. I, I, what do you think is going to happen here? How do we feel about Kip Sabian being thrown right in after being not in the ring for a year, almost like over a year? So it was a long time uh, being thrown right into a championship match. Yeah, a year, and they build this, and he's on the pre-show. Uh, <laughs> God, well, everything about wrestling logic tells me he comes back and wins the title, but there's no way hell anybody would want. That. Mm-hmm. So I think this has just kind of been a waste, to be honest with you. This could have waited till after All Out and to do it on Dynamite or whatever, but they yeah, chose not to. Yeah. Pack, I mean, I could see Penelope Ford costing Pack the oh. match here, mm-hmm. a little bit of, of, of that thing, because that's the only way you, that's the only way Kip doesn't come off the geek here. Yeah. But he's a geek. So beat him, Pack. There you go. You got Plug Tim up. in the chat saying Pac. Yeah, Tim. Tim's agreeing with our saying buddy Tim. I love him, but um, I'm going with how they say it on TV as opposed to how Pac. I say it. I say Pac also. Pac. Yeah, Pac. They 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 more say Pack, don't they? Yeah, they say Pack. Pac. Yeah, this is a weird like. We didn't need this to this, and it it, it felt well, like he was in a box all year. 
and then he's mm-hmm. back. He's going after Pac. But like, let him talk a little bit. Why did you take? Why are you going after Pac? Why are you getting in the middle of this? Why is this a thing? And then build it to like you said something on a dynamite. This is a perfect you know nine o'clock hour dynamite match. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I but think Pac you should... wins. Yeah, and I, I'm in agreement with both of you guys. I think Pac wins. I think you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad Kip's back. Like, that's cool. That's all well and good. I'm glad they're giving him a good spotlight right on the comeback, but he's not beating Pac. And yeah, I think the, I don't think there's much to add there. All right, so now we will move to the main card. 11 matches lined up for the main card. I'm just going to go in order according to Wikipedia. So we will start with the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, going one-on-one with how Tony Khan, kept calling him Lionheart. Chris Jericho. So I think we're sticking with that rebranding of the Lionheart again for this one. Uh, but Plugo, I'll let you go first. Danielson and Jericho. I'm assuming Daniel Garcia will be in the mix here again of some sort. That seems to be he's like the centerpiece of this story is based around him. Um, Plugo, I'll let you lead. Who do you think's uh, getting the victory here between Danielson and Jericho? Uh, Danielson. Fair. I think that, and I know it's an easy layup to think Garcia is going to turn on Jericho, but I mm-hmm. think this is all part of it. I think eventually Garcia's loyalty will be to Jericho. You think so? Help. so? Yeah, I do. I think that there's there's still some meat to that bone. Um, plus, I know Garcia, if, my, my thing has always been if you're going to do this, like Garcia needs to just go away from both of you, right? Like, I think he should just be on his own as a single star because I think that that's where he's trending. That's where he's going to be. But I think in this situation, I think he he sticks with Jericho, helps Jericho get the win. Jericho somehow gets the win here. Mm-hmm. I don't love it because I don't know how – I don't like beating Danielson. I just don't, but I think that's where they go. And then eventually yeah. maybe we get a Blackpool Combat Club versus um, Jericho Appreciation Society thing. My co-host over on, on the Dynamite show, Fight Game, Paul Fontaine, also thinks that this is a complete swerve to get mm-hmm. uh, to get. So I'm not uh, crazy. Okay. You're not crazy. Okay. But I hate that. But I hate the idea. I because hate you it never, too, but... because Because you know what it is? It's just like the Wardlow turn where it's like you had a hot time to do it and you, you bailed on it and it wasn't as hot when you came back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turn him here, and I think I think eventually I think Garcia screws Jericho from cheating, and he gets beat by Danielson, and then Jericho ends up screwing up uh, Garcia's pure m- title match next week against. Mm-hmm. Hold on, that's a good one. What did you just say to me? Wait, what happened? You were like, "Oh, this per- Danielson, but Jericho, but Danielson." Get off the screen. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Plugo's been friggin' right. has been flip flopping all night over there in that I'm corner. I think with, this, but I don't know this. I, I think this. Think so, so I think wins in a shitty way. No, okay. I think I think they go with the crowd pleaser. It's Daniel in here. Yeah, you can't uh, always please the crowd. I mean, well, they'll have plenty of time not to with 14 matches. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I I agree with Jeff. I think Danielson wins. Look at. And I, we talked about it last week, and I and I said it then, and we talked about it on Sidecast. There was a specific reason why Daniel Bryan mentioned Wheeler Yuta, Lee Moriarty, and Daniel Garcia in that first promo to John Moxley. There was a specific reason. 
And Daniel Garcia, it, obviously he joined Jericho's group and we're a little bit further along because Wheeler has been with the B, uh, the Blackpool Combat Club for a while now. But I think there was specific reason because of that. And that's because eventually those three guys are going to be part of the Blackpool Combat Club. And I think, I do think it's going to be drawn out a little further. Like I don't think Garcia is immediately joining on Sunday during All Out and screwing Jericho on purpose yeah, or anything like that. They're, yeah, they're going to stretch it out a little bit longer, but I think eventually this ends with Garcia joining the BCC. Like that's how this ends. I just think it was very deliberate of why Danielson mentioned his name. Um, so I have Danielson winning with some sort of Garcia causing a distract. I don't know. Well, however it goes. Uh, but I have Danielson winning as well. And this kind of continuing for a little bit before Garcia does eventually leave Chris Jericho. That's just where I think it's heading. So, all righty, we will move on. We have a six man tag team match <clears throat> that was just announced the other night on dynamite last night. It is the house of black Malachi black Brody King and buddy Matthews against the dream team. We never knew we needed Darby Allen sting and Miro. Jeff, I will lead with you. Uh, what are we thinking about this match? And who do we think leaves the victors here? It's a good question, especially given that Black's status with the company and the rumors that he may have asked for his release and was denied, mm -hmm. along mm -hmm. with a couple other guys who have win over in the WWE who I think they miss. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, because I think this is going to be able to set up Miro and Sting against Malachi Black eventually. Mm. Uh, and the House of Black just lost in this tournament. Yep. Ah, boy, I see them pinning Sting here. I okay. think that I think that I think the House of Black will get the win and it'll eventually get to one on one between Malachi and Miro. But I think this will be the catalyst for it. I'm not, and I uh, confident. If I we were doing confidence poll, this would be the one I am the least sure about because I could see Sting, Kirby, and Miro pulling this out over, mm -hmm. say, Buddy Matthews, who also asked for his release, but uh, <laughs> allegedly. Um, but yeah, I, I think the House of Black wins this. Yeah, and I'll plug, I'll let you go last here. I, I agree. I don't have a ton to add to that. I do think, you know, there were the reports of. People reaching out to AEW people. Hey, you interested in coming back? And then the the release rumors. I that does cause concern about maybe where this does go. You know what I mean? But for me, objectively, House of Black needs a victory way more uh, than the other three, in my opinion. I know Darby hasn't. He did win the coffin match against Brody King. That, that was a big win. But Darby has cooled down a lot over the last. You know. He's in this tag team with Sting. It's cool. They have great matches where Sting's diving off shit. Like, I get it. But Darby Allen, the first year, year and a half of this company, was at the, like, he was one of the most over top of the card type guys they had. And now he's been kind of just mingling down here for a while now. Um, so I, a loss, I think, doesn't affect him really. But, I mean, he could use a big win, like a real, real big win. But House of Black needs a win way more than the other three guys, in my opinion. So I'm I'm leaning with House of Black here and plug. I'll let you uh, kind of take us home with this one before we continue to move on here. Uh, well, I think House of Black can win it, and I think Miro could be pissed at Sting and Darby, like, "Hey, what the hell?" You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. Still keep his edge, 
and then maybe he starts to kick the crap out of Sting and something or whatever, yep. and then maybe Black gets involved, and mm-hmm. even he's like, "That's too far, bro." And then they get the singles match. There's a way to do it where everybody involved looks at, looks strong. Um, this again, I would have probably just saved this for a dynamite main event, but that's just me. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the House of Black. All right, so I think we were all in agreement Alex, there. Alex, I'm going with the House of Black. All right, very confident pick of the House of Black. No wavering this time. Uh, but all three of us Things going with the House of Black. Bullshit. Yeah, he'll jump Miro's off something. going to talk gonna jump about off. his hot wife. House of Black's going to win it. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, we then have a casino ladder match with the winner, which will the winner will receive a future AEW World Championship match. This will be an eight-man ladder match, and we know seven of the participants. Those participants are Ring of Honor World Champion Claudio Castagnoli, Ring of Honor Pure Champion Wheeler Yuta, Penta El Zero Miedo, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, Andrade El Idolo, and Dante Martin with the eighth, the Joker, being TBD, to be determined. So we'll start with Jeff again. Oh, Jeff's gone. Pluggo's gone. We lost Pluggo. Pluggo Pluggo disappeared. So me and Jeff are going to take this. Leave it to Pluggo. Jesus. I make You know, you make fun of him for wavering once, and he just disappears. Can't hold up to the pressure. There he is. There he is. He's back. You're you're messing with the buttons. Well, I have the MacBook. And apparently, if you hold down the keypad, get off the screen. Off the screen. Uh, what are you doing? Justice anyway. for Pluggo. And I just went like, I just slid the. I must have got. Stuck. I don't need your excuses, Pluggo. Just, You're I back, just, all right? I shot it off. I anyway, know. what I was gonna say was we'll lead with Jeff again. Why don't we get a go. guess of who you think the Joker? Your pick for the Joker, and then who you think will win the casino ladder match and be in line for an AEW world championship. Well, match. I'm going the other way. The Joker's winning. This okay. Week. Okay. Johnny Gargano. Uh, and, and, and there's a small chance that they push some sort of inter Blackpool comic club main event and Moxley somehow pulled out of his ass and they had that for as a main event on a, on a dynamite or something. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh, the weird thing is logic would tell you that because each, each competitor has a partner in there and some, that this would be somebody connected to Dante Martin. So they think, you know, Leo rush mm-hmm. or if his brother could come back, uh, I could see a way where this is hangman page especially because I think the best friends have a chance of winning on okay. tomorrow's uh, uh, rampage. Okay. I'm going to go chalk here, though, and, and I know your producer already knows this, so I'm going MJF. Really? Here's the thing. I know there's rumors about MJF. I think this would be like, I don't think that's big enough for an MJF return. I know, look at if he wins and is has an automatic AEW championship match, I I understand, but I think like for an MJF return, I feel like that would be kind of anticlimactic a little bit if he was just the Joker. No, and plus, as we go on with this, I I might have MJF involved here in a little bit, so I don't want to tip my hand too much. But I, that is the heavy rumor that it is going to be MJF. I can easily see why you're leaning that way, but I just kind of feel like MJF's kind of. Maybe like above it. I thought it bit? would just be some random high flyer to do cool stuff here, but then I can't yeah. explain who would, who would get a wor- who'd be worthy of a world title shot here. But remember, yeah, it doesn't fair. have to be on a pay per view. Only it can be on a dynamite. That is true. So I that mean, is true. 
I like Paige to be the Joker. I mean, but but everything in in your head says that they end in Chicago with Punk with that chip coming out there mm-hmm. and challenging whoever has the the title. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going with Jeff here, and I think. No, it, I think it might even be one of those things where the Joker doesn't come out until later in the match. Yeah, just right at the end and kind of snags it, Brock Lesnar style or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Pluggo, I'll go to you, and then I'll finish up uh, with me on this one before so, we so move Johnny, on. So Johnny, Johnny's out. No, Johnny, no, Johnny, no, Johnny's, Johnny's, Johnny's back in the Fed, man. Yeah, He's back in the Fed. Ron, and I think Ron's out, too. I think, yeah, I, think Ron, Leo's, yeah. I think Leo's out. I think he left with some bad taste in his mouth with Tony Khan. From the whole big swole stuff, maybe. Um, so I think, but the Dante Darius Martin makes sense, maybe. I don't think he's ready though. I think he. I don't think he's ready. I mean, yeah, MJF sounds like the move. I guess I just I can't think of anything that would be worthy. Maybe an Impact guy. Maybe like a they bring back Morrissey or something. I mean, he just showed up last night. Mike Bailey would be dope in a ladder match. That would be insane. Chris Bay. Uh, Trey Miguel, if you just ace, I mean, they have guys on their own in ro- the X division. Here, here's like, my thing, though they have guys on their own roster that could, yeah, yeah, use it. And Sammy, I, you know, Sammy would fit here, and I think he's a choice. He's not my choice, but he's one of the few names that I was like, Sammy he's could been out for a while. That maybe, and you know, Sammy uh, obviously before everything went down, they Eddie Kingston issued him the challenge, so I think they were Marco expecting stuff. Sammy to be fighting on this card against Eddie Kingston before everything went down. Sammy is a good name to throw out there. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> Adam Cole, Cole that would be a good one if That'd he's cleared one. and good to go. Yeah. Another one, and I know uh, Jeff said Hangman Adam Page. What about Ethan Page? Ethan Page was my first original pick before I started yeah, thinking about That's that. kind of where I'm leaning. Like His new character with the promos he's cut, he's with Stokely now. Yeah, he hasn't been presented as getting big wins on television and stuff like that. But well, he like, cut the promo, and then they didn't put him on TV for two yeah, weeks. Really. Well, yeah. So it's either going to be he's here, he wins, yeah. or they just drop the story for a while. Mm-hmm. I can't tell. That's where my mind's been going, and I completely understand the MJF I like pick. Like, I like, I like, I like Ethan Page pick. Yeah, I completely understand the MJF pick. It is an easy way to get him right back to where he needs to be, it's which is taking here. the title. But – I just think MJF is like slightly above it. He's, okay. uh, that's just how I feel. So I'm going with Ethan Page, and I think Ethan Page is winning it. And I think, you know, that's an easy dynamite or rampage main event. You add whoever's going to be the champion versus Ethan Page. They have a banger match. Ethan probably loses, but he can still look very good in it and kind of level up. I'll give one that Paul gave me that blew my mind that I hadn't even thought of, but it's a possibility. And he might be way too above this. Will Osprey here? Yeah. Now that they lost last night, that would be really good. Give that would be really good because he's given the "oh, I'll be back later" type of tweet. And it's like, yeah. well, what if that's a swerve? And Ricky I heard Dragon Steamboat is out I, there. I heard um, <laughs> Sean Ross Sapp was talking about it on Listing Your Boy this week. Uh, he said he doesn't know where this person's at, obviously with their recovery and stuff. But like, what if Jeff Hardy's better and healthy? No. Like, I I think no too. But he had mentioned it. Like, that's a big. You know what I mean? Again, I think, I think could, there's. I think you get booed out of the building, to be honest. Yeah, I think there's a dozen other people you can pick, but I'm just saying, if you want that, yeah. you know what I mean? There's a lot of guys that are out there. Well, that that case, you know, Dragon Lee's out there. Put Matt, wanted the yeah. What is it? Yeah, I put mean, Matt Hardy in the match. You could. There's a lot of choices. Kota um, All right. Cool. So we will continue on. Now we have we got to go ourselves. And this a good is old only fashion. like yeah. This is so this show is going to start at seven. 
Oh, it's going mattress to mattress. We talk at the, this is 10 30 ending till 1 p.m. Eastern oh, no. time. 100 1 a.m. I'm sorry. Yeah, luckily for Jeff, thank God it's know, Labor Day. LA, it's it's Labor Day, so if 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 you work, get over at four in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, and I'll still be in at 10 p.m. my time. <laughs> I know it's wonderful. I can't imagine. I, I think about it for football, which we'll dive into in a little bit here. But like, you wake up at 10 a.m. Game, oh, have a coffee. Games are on. Jeez, wonderful. Yeah, I, I still like to have it start at one and then that afternoon, the morning yeah. new stuff. And yeah. Hey, Josh, good to see you, my friend. We are in the middle of our all-out picks. Always good to see you, friend of the show. Love Josh. Him and I did a fun sim for Clash at the Castle on WWE 2K22 over on his channel. So go check that out. Those are always a blast. We did that on Tuesday. That was a lot of fun. Next. All right. So we have a couple grudge matches back-to-back here. We will go with the first one. It is Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I think I'll lead with this one. I think Ricky Starks is going to win. I think Ricky Starks is – I mean, Hobbs is very good as well. But I think they know what they have in Ricky Starks. I hope they do. Uh, and that's a guy that the crowd is super over. And he's a guy that could be at the top of the of the company, top of the card. I think – this is a typical little guy versus big guy coming from underneath, and Ricky Starks ends up with the victory here. Um, Plugo, I'll go to you next. What do you think about uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs? No disrespect to Hobbs because I think Hobbs is phenomenal, and I think he's a future world champion. It's Ricky Starks. This is his – we're going to start this trajectory of getting yeah. him into the world title picture. I don't think yeah. I need to say much more than that. Dude's a star. Yeah. Jeff, I, I agree, but it'd be interesting with Hobbs having killed him twice weeks. If maybe Starks just isn't ready to beat him, and they tell the story, mm-hmm. him rebuilding his way back in, they won't because they're not good at it. So they're gonna have Starks <laughs> win there. Yeah, yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. So, <laughs> all right, cool. And then we have our second grudge match of the night. This one, I, I've enjoyed this story a lot. Um, we have Christian Cage. Going one on one with Jungle Boy, um, Jungle Jeff, Man. Now yeah, he's Jungle Man. I know. Boy. Yeah, Jeff, I'll lead with you. How have you? How have you liked uh, this feud, uh, especially more recently? And uh, who do you think is going to be winning here at uh, at All Out between Jungle Boy and Cage? It hasn't been a great feud, but they've done a lot of good things in it. Mm-hmm. Like the shots of Jungle Boy when he ran back to try and take him out there and getting held at that last moment when he dove for him. Loved the go home promo. I thought uh, I thought Jungle Boy did a very good job of saying, "No, this you're gonna, this isn't going to be a match with Jungle Boy. There's going to be a fight with Jack Perry." I thought that was a very yep. strong line. Mm-hmm. Christian has the out of his wounded elbow, so he can want bad and say, "Oh, I thought you loved me, but would someone let me do that?" Blah 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 blah. Uh, look, I think unfortunately this is going to be a little sports entertaining because I don't think Luchasaurus really turned babyface. I think Josaurus oh. is still a heel because okay. he has done nothing and to to make me question that. He's cleared out security guys. He's mm-hmm. never touched Christian and he's never really and he's never really fought for Jungle Boy. And he turned real quick back to the jungle. He did very quick. So very I, I, little I think, explanation. I think yeah. this is a ruse. I think this is a feud must continue. I think I could see Jungle Boy winning the, the match and then getting beaten down by Luchasaurus afterwards, or I could see Luchasaurus winning if Christian. It tells me that Christian wins this by Luchasaurus interference, but I could see it the other way where Jungle Boy gets the win, but I don't think mm. that's going to happen. All right. I like where your head's at. I like that. It, it was a very quick. I loved when Christian was kind of 
in charge of Luchasaurus. Like kind of like, you know, I love the heel turn. I loved that everything they did there. I was like, oh, I'm in on this. And then they just turned him real quick with like, like you said, no explanation, nothing really besides the fact that Jungle Boy just came back. And that was it. Um, so I kind of like where you had, that's a good idea. I, I like and that. And that's the reason why I don't think that the Eddie, that why I think the, uh, Daniel Garcia thing is a ruse. Cause you don't want two of those on the same show. That makes, that's fair. That's fair. So Pluggo, I'll slide over to you. Um, what we do you think's going down between, and I know, I know you're not the biggest Christian cage fan, but, uh, what's <laughs> your, what's your opinion with Jungle Boy like and Christian? The lack, of, the lack of respect for workers. He don't do no work. Anyway. Jim Ross, you know Jim Ross like came in his pants, right? When he's like, he called him Jack. He called himself Jack Perry. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. That's the only reason he called himself Jack Perry is because Jr. was running that interview like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna pop this old guy real quick. Watch yeah. this. Um, I think it's I I think it should be Jungle Boy, but I think Christian wins. I think because you'll get then just shit heel they'll figure out a way i do i do agree i think the luchasaurus thing is still up in the air maybe mm -hmm. there's something else at play here but i just i think the it's also the story they're gonna tell is like this is like the most emotional we've ever seen jungle boy like he is just like rattled right now and he might this might be that one where he's just too fired up and it cost him so that's, that, that's like where that. i'm leaning i i don't i don't agree with it because like i said christian Cage, but he'll actually have to do some work on all mm -hmm. out. i'm excited for that um, I, 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 I agree with you, Pluggo. I think like going into it, looking at it, you're like, oh, this is Jungle Boy's big moment where he's going to get a big signature win at the big pay-per-view, blah, blah, blah. But I do think there's certain, I liked what Jeff said about the Luchasaurus aspect. Um, I think that kind of swayed me a little bit because looking back on it and with him saying like, it is true. Like he really hasn't, he definitely hasn't laid a finger on Christian. So that was kind of good. So I, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with you guys here. Originally I had jungle boy on my mind, but I do think, um, I could see this going further than just one match, one blow off match. I could see it being a multiple match thing, especially if you add the Luchasaurus aspect to it of him, maybe not being on jungle boy side and sticking with Christian and adding that layer of maybe jungle boy needs to go through Luchasaurus and yeah. then to get to Christian one more time. You know what I mean? Um, I think that could be a good story, especially with the size difference and the way they could play that off. Um, so you guys have kind of swayed me here. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to join the crew and I'm going to go with Christian here too. So good job by you guys, huh? Um, all right, cool. Now we have a six man tag team match. It is Wardlow and FTR, the belt collectors going up against Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. Very cool to see the Motor City Machine Guns on this card jeff i will lead with you um you know how do you feel about where wardlow's at first i will ask what how you feel obviously going into double or nothing i felt like he was one of the main two or three stories and then everything went down and he kind of got pushed to the back burner he talked about it on a podcast that was I a video that. that was making yeah. rounds which you know you can't help but feel bad for the guy uh because of how that went down but he's made the most of it he still gets the chance he's still gets the pops from the crowd, but it's clearly not at the level that it was when that whole thing was going down at its peak. Um, so how do you and, feel about Wardlow and, and just this match in general here? They're trying too hard to make him Goldberg with the yeah. chance and stuff, I think, yeah. and Wardlow's world thing. Mm. Yes, he is the TNT champ. 
in a in a company that now has 48 belts on the damn show <laughs> or thereabouts. Um definitely cooled off. Definitely, I mean, I'm not saying you should turn a mill, but I mean, who knows? Mm. Cold, there is absolutely no logic to the Motor City machine guns being here other than being there because it's not a good strategic to take two small guys against Wardlow when you have Satnam Singh available. Uh, so the way I see it is that lethal in the Motor City machine guns are not going to get along because people mm-hmm. want to cheer the Motor City machine guns and they're ill cast as heels here. Yep. To set up an FTR Motor City machine guns t- uh, title match, probably for the ROH tag titles, mm-hmm. I think, or something to that effect. Yep. Um, and that uh, Wardlow ends up pin Jay Lethal. And that, that's how that ends. Yeah. I, uh, I you know, plug-o, I don't know if you're feeling the same. I'm in full agreement. I think Wardlow and FTR win this match. I think Wardlow does get the pinfall over yeah. Lethal. Um, and I think Jeff's right. I think the motor, this is, you know, when it was announced, it was cool. The motor machine guns being on the card is cool. That's just awesome. Uh, I don't think people are going to want to boo them, but people are going to want to boo Jay Lethal, and it's going to be weird. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I'm going in thinking Wardlow and FTR are winning anyway, Um, but I think maybe, yeah, I agree with Jeff there. So I'm leaning that way, Plug. I'll let you round it out here before we start diving into all the title matches we have on this card. (laughs) I'll keep it. I I feel like this is a weird spot to bring the Motor City machine guns, but I don't think this is what we want. We want yes. FTR machine. I think you could have just announced a tag team title match, right? And it would have been. But like, a, and then you know. what is their involvement here? Like, I know it's cool, but like, it doesn't. They don't have any. What do they got beef with that Wardlow for right now? So I, I think it's a it's a Wardlow gets the win type thing. Maybe we get the FTR motor shit. I just don't really, honestly, I just don't really have any interest. And we're talking about cooling off with Darby Allen. Wardlow is cooled off significantly in my opinion and so is ftr actually yeah, yeah. Them too, I mean, yeah, dax, yeah. dax was having a wrestler of the year run here mm-hmm. and then and they're barely on this pay-per-view they weren't in the trio style <clears throat> picture yep. at all yeah 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 this is and i don't know if they're unhappy or not but i know they weren't happy that this didn't lead to all all the marbles against the bucks i mean that's where we all thought months ago yeah. that if you would have queued it up you would have said oh that's a no-brainer yeah, so, that's a no-brainer. You know that would be the Bucks and them for all the gold, but you know yeah, now so they're. I'll, I'm gonna run with. I'll roll with a Bordeaux and FTR. Just yeah, because, but like I don't. I just this is again. I I do. It's a Wednesday all, night match. Well, yeah, and I I do think of all the matches on the card, and it's crazy to say that because I mean I love FTR like everybody, but I do think this is the match on the card that I easily care the least about. Easily. Yeah. Um, you know, no fault of the people that are in it. It's just you know it is what it is. Um, all right, now we have the AEW TBS championship match. We have the champion Jade Cargill bringing her undefeated streak into it versus Athena. Um, Plugo, I'll let you lead. Uh, we all, I mean, I know that I'm sticking with Jade. I don't think that, uh, I don't think Athena will be the one who eventually ends that streak. I do think. They should be looking to get that belt off Jade sooner than later so she can move up to the AEW Women's uh, Championship uh, area. You think this is where you do it? All right, cool. Yeah, go ahead, man. Because I'm still sticking with Jade and keeping the undefeated streak. But, like, I, yeah, go ahead. I love Jade. Tell me why, Athena. I love Jade Cardgill. I think she's fantastic. I think all the things you said are true. She needs to be in the world title picture. 
I think, but you have Athena who's awesome. And what has Athena done since she's been there? Stop, start, stop, start. Just, but she's, she's the type of TBS champion that like, if she was signed when the belt was in the tournament, you would have wanted her to win it because of the work rate titles. And this has been a great vehicle for Jade, but I think it's time. We got it. We got an opportunity here with Thunder Rosa being out, which we'll talk about in the fatal four way of mm-hmm. giving a new challenger to that person. And you didn't have to, I just think it's time. I hate it in the sense that I love Jade, but I also love Athena. So I think it's time. Athena wins. Okay. That's your, that's your big title change here at all out so far for me. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Jeff, uh, what do you, what do you think when it comes to this one? Tony loves Athena. I knew as soon as she was released, she didn't bring, bring him over. Mm-hmm. Her over here, he didn't realize is that she's a notoriously bad promo. Mm. Um, I have a little inside baseball someday. I'll share it with maybe I'll share it with you off the air about her time in WWE. But uh, no, Jade's getting to fifty. Yeah, I and think then, I, Lou, I think that's the number. At least. I think they have a real problem because they don't know who's going to now take the title off of Jade because, because originally it's going to be Chris Statlander. Yes. Yeah, hundred. And now those plans have gone down the wayside. I think it was originally going to be somebody else who is going to be for twenty five when they when she was playing, you know, green Corvettes or Lamborghinis and green confetti and stuff. I mm. think she was supposed to lose there, and she didn't. Yeah. So now they're in a real trouble because it has to be somebody big to do it. Mm-hmm. I have the strong feeling I'm going to try and rebuild Will Nightingale to try and take this from. I would be okay. You got to sign her first. Yeah, I would sign her if they, have, they haven't even well, announced Well, I mean, it, she but... has merchandise at the official shop. That is true. Store. Give her the graphic then, Tony. What the hell are we waiting for? I think they're going to try and make it an event that she was signed, even though she really signed. Yeah. And I think they're going to try and build her and, and use the losses that she already had to Jade to, to get the title finally. Jade I, wins this. I agree. I, I, yeah, I think Jade wins I'm it. I, I, island I, it's okay. I would love. I love. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would love that to happen uh, with Willow Nightingale. I was at the event where Willow Nightingale was being cheered so loud that they turned Red Velvet heel because of it. I was at that yeah. match where Red Velvet beat her, and that whole crowd was like, "Nope." That's not what we wanted, and they literally turned her heel because of that reaction. So, yeah, I think Willow is a superstar that they could really build to be a big deal in their women's roster, and beating Jade would be a thing to do it. So that would be good. That would be good. All right, well, we just kind of referenced it a few times in that, so why don't we hop to the Fatal 4-Way for the interim AEW Women's World Championship. Obviously, Thunder Rosa is hurt, but she will be hanging on to the title, but we will have an interim one. Um, and the four women involved, we saw in a tag match last night, which I actually thought was a pretty good match, but it was Tony, it's Tony Storm versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, uh, versus Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida. Jeff, I will let you lead with this four-way. How do you feel about the way they went? with this direction, with the interim women's championship and having it in a four-way style. And who do you think's leaving as the uh, interim champion here? I hate four-ways. Okay. Because they're messes. It's mm-hmm. much easier to tell a simple story between two people who hate each other or mm-hmm. dislike each other in a one-on-one match. I could have dealt with three of these women being in a one-on-one match against each other, to be honest with you, for this title. Um, I think Sheeta's been doing 
some great rebuilding work. If you didn't watch that uh, Emmy Sakura match on, on AEW Dark Elevation this week, I think it was, for whatever Renina DeWave tag she has, mm-hmm. really good. And she's doing good work. And I liked this tag match a lot on the go home because it didn't play into the can they coexist on both teams. <laughs> Should win Tony Storm because they've been building to this moment. They were building to her beating Thunder Rosa a couple times and they never pulled the trigger on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're going to. Will win DMD. She's gonna bend Jamie Hater. You think so? Yes, I think I think it's gonna be she's gonna, gonna turn on her own her own stable mate. It's gonna start that split up. And because Let's face it, Britt Baker's the only one who a good promo in Division, even though it's an overpowering promo, and she has a bit of a Charlotte Flair problem, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. it's going to be Britt Baker until they find someone else can hang with her on the stick. That's fair. Plug up? What are you thinking? Dis- I can't disagree with him. I mean, I think it should be Tony, but they did this like when they when the answer title for the men's happened. I said, here's your opportunity to go somewhere, do something crazy, do something different, try some stuff. Yes. And they went the safe way. They went with Mox. And it worked out, I guess. But I, there was an opportunity. This is another one. It's an opportunity to play it safe or go with something off the wall and try some things. I think they're going to play it safe. I think a lot of the criticisms that Tony's getting up at the women's division, Britt was consistently a part of that show week in, week out. I, I still... I still say that as far and as Thunder AEW. Rosa and Britt Baker ultimately is your money draw. But I think it should be Tony. Yeah, I mean they sabotaged her with those stupid vignettes with with Tony Shavon in the back, and they kept on being like getting interrupted, getting interrupted, getting interrupted. Tony Storm was never able to get over because she was never able to cut a promo. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I, I I do feel like it should be Tony as well. But as far as AEW Women's World Champion, I mean, Britt Baker is the only person that's held that title that they, in my opinion, have presented like a real star. And that's the problem. That's part of the problem. Um, but I think it should be Tony Storm. I do. I feel, I feel like it should be Tony Storm. So I'm going to stick with it, kind of to be different from you two, but I just... I understand completely, like the, the safe, island, bro. the safe play. Like they, I get it, I get it, <laughs> and you know, I do think Britt Baker is becoming a, like you said, a Charlotte Flair problem. I think even with the crowd a little bit, they she's still over, but if she wins, I could see some backlash because I think there was backlash towards the end of her reign where people were like, okay, like we get it, you're really good, but like give me something new. I need something new here. It's been the same thing here. So yeah, I'm, I think, go ahead. Yeah. I, I was gonna say I, I think there is one other person who can now carry this division. I think that's Serena Deeb. Yeah. I think Serena Deeb has that heel persona down and to carry it as a heel champion. I know a lot of people are gonna be saying Rio. I, I don't I've seen one Rio match, you know. Mm-hmm. Yuka Sakazaki, I would have loved to be champion, but oh they yeah. <laughs> there either. Awesome. But uh, I wouldn't mind Jamie Hayter pulling the upset and having Br- Britt be that'd be interesting. Angry slash, you know, like you know, that's a way you could start that dissension between them two, two and, and that would be doing something different. Be the uh, and Jamie Hayter's excellent, so I think that would be fun. That would be fun. That's right. Um, I'd like to hear if Jamie Hayter could cut a promo. With yeah, him. exactly. That's like, why, I honestly don't know. That's so. why Spencer doesn't give me the pen in Love Pro Wrestling to book anything, because 
and just be like, let them all figure, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I think I, Start I the I'm, dissension. I'm going to stick with Tony storm as my pick here, but I would love to see Jamie Hader win it just for the layers of stories. You can kind of go with it because we don't know how, how long Thunder Rosa is going to be out. So if she's out for two months, it's not like the winner of this match is, you know, you can have stories before she comes back and kind of figure that out after, you know what I mean? Um, uh, but I'm going to stick with Tony Storm here. All right, cool. Now we are going to move on to the AEW World Tag Team Championships. We have the champions swerve in our glory. That I mean, Hater Pinning Baker is kind of the opposite of what Jeff said. I think that could work too, Hab Guy. I think I think that I think it could work. I think it could work. Uh, we have Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland defending against the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max. Caster Plugo, I'll let you lead this one. Who do you think is leaving all out as the AEW tag team champions? Swerve and Keith Lee. Fair. I don't. I'm never gonna not pick against Swerve. Yeah, Swerve's love, amazing. I mean, Keith Lee. I actually like all. The good. acclaimed is lifted yeah, up in my good. view they of like I be. like the acclaimed. They yeah, should, they're, they're. I think they're homegrown for a tag title yep. run, and I don't know if maybe you want to start the dissension with Swerve and Keith, but I think they win. Well, it was weird because they did start the dissension with Swerve and, then Swerve and Keith, it. and then they were just like, no, never mind. And now they're just, you know, I don't Another know. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think it's Swerve and Keith Lee as well. Uh, but I, I've i always liked Anthony Bowens a lot. Um, and obviously, Caster had that stuff with the early raps that he got in trouble for and like kind of stuff like that. But the Acclaimed have really won me over recently. Like They are very entertaining i never would have thought they would be as over as baby faces as they actually are right now they are super over the billy gun stuff take it for what it is but the you know that's funny to me i i stupid humor like that makes me laugh still uh but yeah it's it's keith lee and swerve for me all day retaining here and i'll let jeff i'll let you kind of finish this one up for us i like the acclaimed a lot they make me laugh yeah i'm very entertained by them they don't deserve a tire shot I don't disagree. It's, it's, it's literally the program that they're giving them a pity shot, yeah. which, which would make you think change the titles here just to just to shock us all. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I, I don't understand the point other than to, to get the rap, get the applause. I think Billy Gunn tries to get tries to get the uh, tries to get the win. May may cheat a little bit here, but yeah, I uh, this is a match where where you need to either use this and put this in your back pocket and build for the acclaim to become a main event act or you're just wasting our time frankly yeah. so yep. swer- yeah swerve and swerve in our glory all right have guy there it is scissor me daddy ass yep i laugh hysterically like when that when they broke up when billy turned on him i was i was devastated i was like no <laughs> but it, it ended up being okay all right we are down to our last two matches on this card of the 20 match bang yeah hey we did it pretty good we did it pretty good and then we'll have some time for the nfl we'll get the hell out of here but we have what will be the tournament final for the inaugural aew world trios championships now as of this show we do not know tech who the second team will be it They're doesn't even lo- matter i agree i probably agree uh but it is the elite kenny omega and the young bucks Going against TBD, which we know will either be the best friends in Orange Cassidy, Chucky e. T, and Trent, or the Dark Order, which will be Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and now, as we found out last night, one Hangman Adam Page. I did like your 
idea of possibly Hangman being the Joker, but I think the adding of Hangman, for me, and again, I know you you might be leaning more best friends you said earlier, Jeff. Um, for me, Hangman being added makes that decision of who's winning tomorrow easier for me because don't you – for me, I want Hangman in the match with his former best friends in the Elite and Kenny and all that. The story of the match makes more sense with Hangman being involved. I think the I think the like Plugo said, who cares? I think for me, the elite's winning no matter who it is. Um, but I think with Hangman finally being added last night, I think it'll be against the Dark Order with Hangman being there just for that extra layers of story. Uh, Jeff, I'll have you go next, but I am I think the elite is winning and they're gonna be the first. Tony Khan came out publicly and said he was waiting for Kenny Omega to come back before he did a trios tournament. Probably because he wants to put the belts on Kenny Omega in the Young Bucks. It makes sense. So that's where I'm going. And they should. Of course. And that is where my head is going. But I'll be the lone wolf here. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, yes. Here's the story I'm going to tell with them. Because I think also Kenny and the Bucks and Tony love blue balling. Love mm -hmm. blue balling the audience. Love not giving you that moment that everyone wants. Because everybody has. Everybody has, everybody has a lead versus Dark Order. Yep. I don't think that happened. Why okay. this? Here is my story that they're going to tell, I think, possibly, where I'm going to go lone wolf, just be called an idiot. Mm -hmm. Best friends beat the Dark Order. Okay. Perhaps Will Ospreay. It's a parting shot on Kenny on the way out. Maybe Kenny has got injured in his match mm -hmm. with Aussie Open. The Bucks need a partner. Well, Dark Order's no longer in the tournament, so there's not going to be that kind of weirdness if if Hangman decides, hey, is it okay if I hang with my old friend, the Bucks, because we've been trying to mend fences here. Okay, sure. Yeah. And then, then the Dark Order gets a little bit wary of Hangman Page. Hangman Page and the Bucks go up against best friends. Lose. Oh, you got the best friends winning these. And the best friends beat the beat Hangman, and and the Bucks, the Bucks blame Hangman for not having the chemistry anymore. The Dark Order doesn't necessarily trust Hangman either for wanting to hang with his old friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Perhaps they turn to another person to lead the Dark Order. Perhaps not, but there is that story, and we mm -hmm. continue the high school melodrama for another three months until we finally <laughs> get the lead back together in some oh, way. Oh no! Hey, I don't mind what that. he I, said. I, what, what he said. I like. I like. I like different. <laughs> I like. I'm not against that at all. That would be. That would be intriguing. Because let's put it this way: nobody's gonna get that upset. The best friends are the truest titles. No, I agree. I I agree. I think they would be like a. a the crowd would feel happy for them. They would be like, yes. "Yeah, all right, cool." Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad. I don't mind it. Plugo, are you going elite though? Um, you know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I like what Jeff said. <laughs> you should you should go against what I'm saying right now because oh. it's, it's the smartest way to go because you want to put your titles on best people. Yeah. If you're introducing them, that's that's that that's that. I mean, what I'm yeah. plotting out here is basically Aaliyah and Raquel Gonzalez winning the women's tag tournament. <laughs> yeah. Just stupid. Yeah. And I call yeah. it stupid. You call yeah, it. I think this. And I think this idea is genius. Earlier. So. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> um, we are at. You, you convinced me, though. I'll roll with you. I don't care. I mean, I think that would be a great story. I think that would be a great story. Uh, and we have come to the main event of the evening. 
And if you're still awake at this point, the main show, good on you. We have not our show, the all out. What show. time does this go on? I'm saying we're running late already. It's yeah, twelve thirty. I was gonna say twelve fifteen. I was gonna say that okay. CM Punk's music will hit at twelve fifteen. That's okay. my guess. Is that uh, Bucks? Is any any iteration of a Bucks trios match is going oh, at least thirty five minutes? Thirty five minutes over. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is a rematch, as we found out last night. Um, for the AEW World Championship, it is the champion John Moxley defending against CM Punk. I thought the segment last night with Ace Steel and CM Punk was very good. I thought Ace Steel played an excellent role there, uh, because he does have that history with Punk, and I loved him slapping him and saying, Get your shit together, figure it out. You were embarrassed last week, but this is Chicago. This is where you're from. Sign the damn contract and beat this MFR on Sunday. Like, let's go. You see, I'm punk for Christ's sake. I like that. Uh, Plugo, I will let you go first for this one because I know CM Punk, your favorite ever. Your favorite ever. Yeah. Um, who's leaving? As I don't the, understand uh, this, though. Like, why did we do what we did two, like, two weeks ago? I don't. Tony on the media call today. I don't he understand. Was at, he was asked about it. He was asked about it, and he said that they wanted to try something different that they had never done before. And he said, you know, what happened was he thinks the way they did it actually added to the intrigue and added to the show of All Out because people for a week straight were like, "What the hell is going on here?" Oh, dude! And I'm the segment, intrigued. the match was one of the highest rated segments in the history of Dynamite. And so he was very happy about how it came out. Obviously, he's going to say that he's a promoter. But he said that, you know, um, (laughs) I don't know. I had that same question. If you're eventually going to get to the rematch, like why do what happened last week? But we'll see. I guess we'll have to see how the match plays out. And if that, looking back on it, maybe we think differently. I don't know. But uh Plug all, I'll leave with you. Who, I mean, there's who's a lot leaving? Of way, there's a lot of ways you can go with this because the we all talk the MJM MJF factor. Mm-hmm. That's oh, a huge I'm rumor. About, I'm he comes, about. he comes back, helps. Maybe he helps Punk, then immediately turns on Punk. Like, hey, because I want to take the title off of you, type thing. But and it is Chicago. Mm-hmm. CM Punk does not lose in Chicago. Not often. Not, not often. often enough. But it. Just the way he lost it, like just leaves this weird taste in my mouth. And it's John F and Moxley. And Moxley's mm-hmm. at the top of his game. I'm gonna say I'm going to go with Moxley winning. Okay. In Chicago, beating CM Punk. And this starts the CM Punk like heel turn that we all want. And I don't think MJF comes back. Okay. Well, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Jeff finish this one because I'm gonna go because I I think CM Punk is turning heel in this match to win. That's what I think. Moxley's a stone cold killer. He said it. You're gonna have to outfight me, out wrestle me, outdo me. Like I I don't give up. I'm like a bull. I'm gonna kill. You know, he gets in there and he's a savage. I think CM Punk. He's going to be in Chicago, so he's going to be getting cheered no matter what. But I do think if he does something shittily, if that's a word, it's probably not, but whatever. He does something super shitty, 
to win, I think, even in Chicago. Because Moxley is a very well-liked, beloved figure as well, I think there's a chance that the Chicago crowd would be like, oh, that's a shitty way to win, like, and kind of, you know what I mean? And then I do see... gets cheered in his hometown. Yeah, it's true. It's true. (laughs) But I think CM Punk wins, and he wins heelish to win the title. And then I think All Out ends. You know, last year, All Out, what happened at the end? We had these debuts these gigantic debuts that happen with danielson and cole and things like that i think the gigantic thing that happens is mjf returns at the end of all out and has the face-to-face with the champion cm punk hey we have a rubber match that's due and it's going to be for that title and i think that is what they do i think that's the lasting moment of all out is the face-off between punk and mjf with punk with the title that's where we're going and then obviously down the line, I see MJF beating Punk for the title. But I think that's how the show goes off the air. And then I will let our obviously our, our guest Jeff be the one to round us out of our wrestling picks before we slide over to our football picks. You know, I, this is why I also think my MJF pick as the Joker is absolutely wrong because I've been thinking about ending for this match all mm. week. Yeah, because I've hated the build to this match. I'll be honest with you. I really thought that. I, I, look, I liked the match last week. Yeah, three minute match. I think there should be more uh, occasional flash pin. Oh yeah, I dig that. I do. Giving him a rematch ten days later. There's no promo in the world that can build that. And I don't mm-hmm. think they necessarily got there. I li- look. I liked a steel promo. I liked the second half of Punk's promo. I didn't like the melodrama. I get stuck yeah. around way too long. I have friends that don't like the a steel part because it's like, why do we have this exposition guy who nobody knows come out right. here on TV? Blah 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 blah. And we really did not appreciate it because it did not make the feud about Punk and Mox. And I think Mox needed to use his f bomb to say FCM Punk. Mm. You also got to remember this is not Chicago necessarily. This is suburban Chicago, Aurora, whatever. This isn't the United Center crowd. This is 2011 Money in the Bank. That crowd Wednesday was the flying crowd because you had to buy package deal for all three shows in order to get tickets to all out. Mm-hmm. And that is why they weren't exactly all in on punk. Mm-hmm. They were booing Mox a little, and then it changed when Mox was playing that up a little, blah, blah, blah. I do agree with the assessment that Punk turns heel to take the title. He has become so craven that takes it. I think he does take it. I think that's a little bit unfortunate because I think Mox is kind of getting short shrift here. But picture this now. And this is my way out of left field idea. I have Punk winning this. So we'll stick with it. But after the match. MJF as a baby face, as the new voice of the voiceless who says, I was right about you all along mm-hmm. type of thing coming out here after punk wins. Maybe a couple people come out to help celebrate with punk. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the people who like Brett Hart with him. FTR. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get the return of the pinnacle and yeah. we get all of them beating down punk end this but it's a baby face beat down i don't know if that would work but i'm thinking this through uh, you know where where i could also see here's another thing let me put this to you because i think the ace still involvement is important as he is part of the company you know what if they try and pull a 2011 money in the bank here with him playing the johnny ace vince mcmahon role oh okay okay 
Yeah. Maybe or he's just trying to okay ring the bell or whatever. He comes out and tries to get them to ring the bell on Mox a little too early, and that's the heel move, so to speak. And the guys who come out to stop it are a pinnacle, <laughs> perhaps. I don't know. But yes, I think this ends with MJF and Punk in a stare down. And I think MJF may actually win the title in Strong Island. They're there. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that and Punk, they, the, the rumors and like all of a sudden the reports of his unhappiness really soured a lot of fans going, oh, seeing Punk again and mm-hmm. unhappy in a company. So there's a I lot. Don't of think, I don't think Punk's unhappy. I think other people are unhappy with Punk, but that's fine. But that's who Punk is. Punk is a jerk. And this is the Punk people want, to be honest with you. They yep. want a jerk, CM Punk. I agree. So I, I am of the opinion that somehow we end up with a face. MF has always said that his goal is to beat Punk Chicago. This is the long one-year build, I think, and it starts that night. But it ends with Punk as the champion and Mox possibly as a number one contender with the poker chip in hand, possibly as the returning hero at the end. Mm, I like it. I like it. All right. Well, we did it, guys. We got through all the wrestling. We got through all the wrestling picks for the weekend, and there were a whole lot of them. And now we move on to our... uh, you know, we had Jeff on for our draft watch along. He hung around for most of the draft. I believe all the draft. He all the draft. For, he was there the whole time. Through. That's yeah. only because his Bengals finally picked late. Yeah. Yeah, he had to wait. Winners, he had to so wait towards to the end the for the Bengals pick. Yeah, exactly. And we, you know, I don't want to talk about what the Patriots did, but it's fine. <laughs> I called it. I called it. Can't wait for us to go camp, five and twelve yeah, yeah. this Is year. Cannot wait. Good? We're gonna be terrible this year. We're gonna be bad. Cole name? Strange? I don't know. He hasn't played. He, oh, fuck. I told you. They were trading down and taking a, a third round. Hey, Atlanta had a lacrosse player make the team. So Yeah. <laughs> they were trading down, and then they were going to take a third round evaluated dra- guard or offensive line, and that's exactly what they did. Yes. I knew it was happening. Go Belichick staple. But anyway, so we're going to do our NFL picks. We are going to pick our division winners, and then we are going to pick our wild cards to get all our playoff teams. We'll pick our championship games and our Super Bowl champions. That's what we're going to do here. We will start in the AFC. I know my team is in the AFC, as is Jeff's plug-o. You used to have a team in the AFC, but then they signed a certain quarterback and you gave up on them and you're in the search for a new team. It's not that they signed a certain quarterback so much as that the fan base is like, He's the man. Yeah. I mean, like, well, look at and like, yeah. yeah, he's a piece of shit. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. They just double down on it. And all yeah. the fans were like, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. he's not going to be around for the first 11 weeks. So it is what it is. But we will start in the AFC and we will start with the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills are the overwhelming favorite to win this division. Um, it's going to hurt me to do it because I am wearing the hat of the team I've rooted are for you my whole life. To do it? I am allowed to do it. My homerism will come out later when we start talking about wildcard teams. Trust me. <laughs> uh, even though I truly think we're probably going like 6-11, and 11, but damn it, I can't do it. So, uh, But I am picking the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East rather handily. I could see the Dolphins or the Patriots. You know, I, I'm never going to say – I'm never going to go against Belichick. I still think he's the best coach in the game. I'm never going to go against them. I mean, if the Patriots end up winning 10 games, I'm not going to be shocked. But if they end up winning five or six, I think that'll be more in line with what I think is going to happen. Um, but I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Jeff, I'll slide it down to you. Who do you have as your AFC East? It's definitely the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought the Jets might make a little noise. Their quarterback went down in preseason. Yeah, uh, I know. Miami is an X factor of all X factors. My God. I mean, because they have a smart coach. 
They have a quarterback who might be good or might be on his last leg. You don't know. They've mm-hmm. made a lot of improvements. Tyreek Hill's going to help. Tyreek Hill, huge. Lot. Yep. Uh, and speed kills. But, uh, look, Buffalo has a great staff in their coaching way. They have, they have players, and they got a guy with a cannon for an arm. Mm-hmm. I can't bet. And they got a great defense, so I can't bet against them. I think, I think they win the division. Yep. No right. shot for the Jets. So they're three and zero in the preseason, fellas. They're undefeated. They are right the now. Jets' odds as of this speaking. Uh, the money line on the Jets to win the no, division it's... is plus twenty two hundred. I think all the things you guys said. I think it's the Bills. I mean, the Bills yeah. were the I, I coin think this flip is probably, away. From I think a... this might be the easiest uh, division in all of football. It's crazy to say, but right. I mean, I would agree. The... I think yeah, I, the... maybe maybe the AFC South. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I think the Bills are just leaps and bounds better than every other team in the uh, in the AFC East. Um, all right, let's slide over to the AFC North, where we have the Baltimore Ravens coming in as the favorite right now at plus one thirty. Then we have Jeff's Cincinnati Bengals at plus one sixty, and then we also have the Browns and the Steelers uh, towards the tail end of the odds Mrs. makers there. This is Pluggo's Steelers that she's Oh, well, I, I like your wife, but I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers, so she is taking some notches down on my belt. <laughs> and I know Jeff probably does too because he's been with them his whole life with as a division mate with the Bengals. I hate the Steelers because they're shit talkers, and I, I just hate them. They're my least favorite football team. Fuck the Steelers. Okay, that's enough for me. All right, uh, Jeff, I'll let you go first. This is where your team presides. Yes. Uh, Are you Mike, going Mike Tomlin, opposite high school of me, one year oh. ahead of me. So, right. uh, yeah, I, I do not like the Steelers at yeah. all, but I respect the Steelers, and they have yes. a, they have the best front office in this division, and they have smart coaches. And despite it being a rebuilding year, they're gonna be they're gonna be around. I don't think they're yeah. gonna make playoffs, but I think they're gonna be around. They're gonna be in that glut in the last two weeks where it's like if so if three teams win, two teams yeah. lose, they yeah. get the playoffs. I feel like or the they're, Steelers, or they're yeah. gonna bust up the Steelers. Playoff I, I don't remember what their record was last year because I know they didn't make the playoffs. But the Steelers don't seem like a team that will very rarely or ever have that four and thirteen season. Like a bad year for them is. Eight and nine, you know I, what I mean. Seven yeah. and ten. Yeah, you know, as, they're going to be good. Like, all right, you know. As you said, I am a Bengals fan, so we are always just half a step away from slitting our wrists in a bathtub <laughs> about the team. Um, we but, the front office though has improved. Duke Tobin has made some fantastic I'm moves. A well, I, I was going to say so this I has know. to be one of the more optimistic seasons you're coming into in a long time. I, with it, the is Super Bowl run it, and, it is an optimistic you know? season, but it is not a cocky season. And I think Fair. that's the problem. And I don't know about the Ravens. I mean, the Browns stink, so screw them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ravens have some issues. They have a quarterback who won a contract before, before the season. And he didn't get it. They play stupid sometimes. He is Especially his own the, agent. Did you know that? That like he doesn't have an agent. He does everything himself. That's even dumber. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, also, like a, he also just liked a tweet yesterday of him in a Dolphins jersey that somebody photoshopped. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady's going to the Dolphins. So See, that's a different the thing story. is that the Bills are prone to lose a couple that they shouldn't. Yep. And the Ravens are prone to win a couple that they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I think the Ravens are going to win the division. Okay. Okay. Plug up. I'll go to you. 
All the things that you just said, I was I'm going to run with the Bengals. I was going to say I, I was. I, I think they have the better offense. Yeah, and I think the defense will do just enough to get them there. Here's the, the thing: I, love- I wasn't even going to pitch. I wasn't even going to just flat hand because you're here. I know. My, 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 yeah. my main issue isn't the team; it's the coach. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, so you, you still you even, though, even though they made the Super Bowl run, you still don't believe. Yeah, I, I'm not sure Zach Taylor is a is a uh, is a play calling. I love Lou Amarono as our defensive coordinator. I think mm. he's fantastic. He's going to be to be a head coach somewhere after this year. I it's just one of those things where I think I mean you saw it even in the Super Bowl. Zach Taylor is prone to making some mental mistakes here and there in terms yeah. of his coaching ability. He has a Ferrari right now, I think, in terms of a roster. I just mm. don't know if he's able to drive it. Gotcha. All right. Well I mean I was and I'm I agree with Plugger. I wasn't just doing this because you were here, but I I'm picking the Bengals too. Um, to win the division. We'll talk about playoffs and how far I think they'll go, but I think the Bengals are going to win the division. I am one of those people. I do not believe in Lamar Jackson. I just don't. Right. He's uber talented, super athletic. I, those type of quarterbacks, those type of quarterbacks that are run first. Now, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert, to an extent, they can run but if you need them to throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns to come back, they can do that. I don't think Lamar Jackson can do that. I just don't think he's that type of quarter. If he goes down by two touchdowns, which we've seen, you go down by two touchdowns in quarter one of a playoff game on the road, I'm sorry. I don't think Lamar Jackson can bring you back. I, just I agree. Don't. I, that's just how I feel. And that's why I'm leaning the Bengals to win the division. The Ravens will be there. They'll be in the playoffs. They're well coached. They're they have another good front office. They know what they're doing. Pick, though, they're always Lamar there. Lamar over Mac Jones? No. 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 And I, I think Lamar Jackson. Even, I think Lamar Jackson somewhere else next year. As a matter of fact. Too. Yeah, and I don't even. I'm not even fully bought in on Mac Jones. I got to see. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't you. like what Bill has done with the coaching staff surrounding Mac Jones. I don't think he's done him any favors going into year two, and it makes me worried. But I thought. Well, Mac you Jones, don't like defensive guy calling. Defensive yeah, players. I know, right? Yeah, of course. Or a special teams guy that just proved he couldn't coach a lick of football in New York. Like, yeah, yeah. let them run the fucking offense with the second year quarterback that was actually not one of the problems on the team last year. He was actually good last year, and I feel like going into year two, you even if we don't win, like I don't, I'm not, I'm a realist. Like we're not a Super Bowl contender by any means, but I would like to see improvement from my second year quarterback, and I think. A lot of things out of his control have not done him any favors. Yeah, and the Bengals, I, Bengals also have the first know, place schedule, which which is going to be tougher. That and is that's, true. That's that's that the thing true. that's awesome. Makes me think that Baltimore will have a better record. I have the Bengals in the playoffs though, so okay. because of, there's now three wild cards. So yeah, exactly. Are. All right, cool. All right, so we have two Ravens and a Bengals there. So let's move over to the AFC South. This division is dog shit. Uh, if you want my humble opinion, um, the Indianapolis Colts are the favorites. Uh, they're negative 125. That's how much they are the overwhelming favorites uh, to win this division. Then we have the Tennessee Titans, and then we have the Who Jacksonville Jaguars. Who were the Jag- one seed last year? Correct. And they have a quarterback that I uh, also put in the Lamar Jackson standpoint of you're not winning a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. Sorry, you're just not. Um, then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and then we have the Houston Texans who they'll be lucky if they maybe win a game. Although I think Davis Mills actually might be okay. Uh, but anyway, um, 
Pluggo, I'll let you lead first. Uh, who oh, you I was think? Taking Tennessee. You're I taking Tennessee. Like I mean, you can. I mean, Houston's Jacksonville's going to be terrible. better. They're going to be better. I think with an actual like an actual coach, I think Trevor Lawrence should be better. They do have some decent weapons on offense. I expect them to be. Better. I just think that Tennessee's roster, you know, from the one seed, is still pretty good in the division. You're going to get four games right there, and the Colts. I think I got to yeah. see what Matt Ryan's going to do there, and I don't. That's like fine. The defense That's fine. They de- they definitely have Jonathan Taylor, who I don't know if you can predict him to have a the same season that he had last year but he was the best running back in the league well, that's the Ma- other thing their coach Michael said Pittman. i don't want him to have another season well, but like that's that. a good thing though because you don't want to r- run the the wheels i don't off ever before, hear you know? i don't ever hear tennis mike Vrabel go we don't want derrick henry to rush well, for i mean derrick henry yards. is a freak of nature yeah He's a freak i'm just of nature. saying you don't want to say uh, that my thing is i think the tennessee titans do have the best coach in the division i do think Vrabel is the best coach in that division yeah. But if Matt, I I think Tennessee, I mean, I think Indianapolis has the most talented team. And if Matt Ryan can, if they keep him upright and protect him and he's back there, he's shown again, Matt Ryan is a guy that I have questions on. If you can like win the championship with obviously for obvious reasons, but he's a guy that can throw for 4,000 yards and 35 to 40 touchdowns and get you into the playoffs. If you protect him and make sure he's standing back there. Uh, so I'm going with the Colts uh, to win this division here. Uh, we'll slide it down to Jeff to round this one out before we go over to the West. I think Rabel's the best tone head coach, but I think Frank Reich is a better X's and O's. That's coach, fair. In my opinion. yeah, Frank Reich is a great coach too. That yeah, but yeah. Um, again, Rabel's issue was he was trying to run the wheels off of off of Derek Henry because he doesn't trust Ryan Tannehill, and then he doesn't really get anybody to supplant Tannehill. He gets the kid from Liberty who I don't believe um, to take over, to be honest with you. Yeah. Tannehill has the opposite problem of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson makes stupid decisions. Tannehill plays scared and he's game manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Tennessee has enough to win this division. I think the Colts will be in it for a moment. I, I, Matt Ryan, year one, new system, has the yips. That's doesn't, fair. Have the, doesn't have the yips as bad as Andy Dalton, but as the yips. And I'm going to see it. If the O-line doesn't play for him, this could be a worse season than they think mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Yep. I I like Matt. I like Ron Heck. I liked Carson Wentz with the, the, the Colts too, but they just couldn't finish a game. And yeah. That was their problem is that everybody had them figured out because they only had one weapon on offense. And it's just throw it down the field. Yep. And, you know, if double that kid – it's gonna be a long day, but I, I have I have Tennessee winning the division. All right, cool. So I'm the I'm the only one that took the Colts. So we got two Tennessees. All right, now we move over to what might be Woo! the best Murder division. Row. I don't even think it's a what might be. I think it is the best division in football. Loaded. It's not. It's not statatistically possible for all these teams to make. Uh, I think it is. I think all four is teams technically possible? with seventeen. Yeah, technically, the, all three wild cards could necessarily come from. The same division, technically. Uh, but we have the AFC West. I mean, this is we got the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously. We have the Los Angeles Chargers who loaded up with their young stud quarterback and Herbert. We have the Denver Broncos who have a good young roster and just got Russell Wilson, just signed him to a massive contract extension yesterday. And then we have the Las Vegas Raiders, who just got a brand new coach and Josh McDaniels. They signed they traded for Devontae Adams. 
arguably the best receiver in all of football. They still have Darren Waller. Derek Carr is a serviceable quarterback. I think maybe with Josh McDaniels and the weapons of adding someone of Adams, I think he could take a little bump up. I think he's better than most people give him credit for, Derek, uh, Derek Carr. That's just my opinion. This division is loaded, absolutely loaded. Uh, Jeff, I'll I'll lead with you. Um, what are we thinking here with these teams? I mean, I who's think you can Raiders go any way. Who is the Raiders' backup quarterback this year? Oh it's uh, it's Jared Stidham. Okay. Oh, is that true? Jared from, uh, Stidham, from, baby. from New England. From New England, uh, yeah. With Josh, former Patriot. Yeah. Because I think you're going to need the back. I don't think Carr's going to be able to make it the season. I, I just look. This is a murder, and I think this division is going to be like the old. NFC Central matches of old, where it's just this division beats the crap out of each other. Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason why I don't think a lot of wild cards come out of this. Out of all these, I look, Denver need to win this year or next year because they just blew their cap on Russell Wilson. Yep. But I don't think they have the horses to to, to support Wilson, which is weird. Mm -hmm. San Diego's San Diego's a wild card to me because San Diego's mentally weak, and they yeah. have been. They 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 lose Who? games they should. You mean you mean you mean Los San Angeles? Angeles, San Diego? <laughs> what are you living in the past here? <laughs> no, the they're I, they're always good. I should just refer to the the Chargers and I'm yeah. <laughs> I still call them San Diego. I, I live in Los Angeles. I should know that. But you know what? They get they get no play out here. It's all Rams, it's all, Rams all the time. Yeah. Even well, they, last year, I thought. Well, no, no. Even even before the Super Bowl, yeah. even before the Super Bowl, they were playing out in Carson in the soccer stadium. There, barely selling out while the Rams were playing. I think in the Rose Bowl or something, uh, mm -hmm. or the Coliseum. No, they're playing the Coliseum. The Rams were. Chargers couldn't get a whiff of that. Uh, this is still the Chiefs division, even though I think the Chiefs are much weaker without Harry Kill. Juju Schuster's fine, but not Tyree Kill. Uh, <laughs> he he'll probably be smarter in terms of possession receiving. And that speed of Tyree Kill, man, that was world changing for that offense, especially because. Mm -hmm especially because they don't hold the ball long. Two seconds, balls out, yards after catch. That's that's their offense. They yep. run. Having seen it now up close and live for the AFC Championship game, I'm amazed at their speed. I mean, they just go. Yep. And they have the horse to go. Andy Reid has, has, you know, Andy Reid still has his clock managed issues from time to time, but mm -hmm. he has become a better coach as he's won the title. He has the monkey off his back. I think he's become a little bit more relaxed and he lets – he lets his quarterback call, call the shots. I, I have the Chiefs winning this, but it's going to be a dog every week for them. All right. Um, I do agree. I have the Chiefs winning as well. And obviously, friends, Riles, oh, yeah, we got WrestleMania popping in here. We got Carrick. And they're probably expecting MLW, which we'll be getting to shortly. Are we too over? We I'm sorry. Well, no, no, no. We're, 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 we're good. Um, MLW coverage will be coming up soon. We're finishing up. We're talking some. We talk some wrestling for all the people here. We were talking Clash of the Castle, uh, Worlds Collide, All Out. We went through all the picks. So drop your predictions in there. We're talking a little NFL for football fans. Just to round out the show, we got Jeff Hawkins here from Shake Them Ropes, the Damn Goat. Damn so hello, right. thank you for the raid. Welcome in. Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you and for the raid. Bobby thank Munson you so much. And Papa Smokes will Pop be following us right after this. Mm-hmm. Beauty. Um, I do agree with Jeff. I think it's the Chiefs. I actually, and look at 
you're never going to make up for losing someone of the caliber of talent, not person, but talent of Tyreek Hill. He's a top receiver. He has been for a while. However, and you are right, Juju Smith-Schuster is not Tyreek Hill. Uh, Valdez Scantling is not Tyreek Hill. Um, but I think if you're looking overall, uh, I don't disagree, but we're talking American football, but I like, I like <laughs> me some soccer. I like me some soccer. I'm not going to hate on soccer. Um, I think the depth of the wide receiver position yeah. for Kansas city is actually better now. You know, it was just Tyreek Hill and Kelsey with the occasional other person making a play. Now I think Mahomes actually has four or five legitimate options he can look at. at not You know, you throw in uh, CEH back there if he's healthy, things of that nature. So I actually think, again, there's going to be some sort of fallback without a guy with Tyreek Hill. He's a game changer. But I do think there's potential, once they figure it out, maybe it might take, you know, half the season or so, that Mahomes could actually, as crazy as it sounds, Maybe not put up more crazier numbers, but he could actually be a better quarterback because that, he knows true, yeah. he doesn't have that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where like, oh, I lost this guy, but maybe I relied on this guy so much because he was there, but now he's not. So I'm going to become like just a better overall quarterback of reads and kind of looking for multiple things and stuff like that. I think it's still the Chiefs division to lose. Um I'm not as bought in on the Chargers as everybody else. Like, yes, they're very good. They should be good. But like Jeff said, they haven't proven to me they can win. So until you prove to me you can win, I'm not going to pick you to win because I just, you know. Oh, good. I'm glad you're like, drop drop your picks, man. Yeah, we're talking about the AFC West right now. So I am, I'm still going with the Chiefs. I agree with Jeff that I think it's their division to lose. I don't think it'll be easy with these four teams. They are going to beat the crap out of each other. But I do think the Chiefs still get it done. Plugo, I'll let you yeah, ride out. You can you can drop your football picks, your wrestling picks. This is a pick them <laughs> extravaganza, baby. Um, but I'm gonna go crazy. You know what? I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm just gonna say it to be different because I I think like you said, there's gonna be some beating up, and I think the Chiefs are at the tail end. I think they're still in the mix, but they're at the tail end of this dynasty run. I think the Chargers might sneak it out. I like a lot of the pieces. I mean, the defense with Khalil Mack coming in, I think that shores it up for him. I'd like to see – this is a big make or break for Herbert for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. I think they hey, definitely – I don't know a lot about it either. I just make picks. Oh, my God. I think this is a real make or break for – not make – I mean, he's still young enough. To, it's only his third year. But this is the year with the weapons they've given him, and they beefed up the defense with Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson – they, you know, with the weapons they have on offense, but I think like kind of how Jeff feels about his Bengals Shout with the out coach. Shout Mania for the uh, sub. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, re- yeah. Riesel Mania with the, the. If you're in the chat, hit, the, you know, consider following, hitting that subscribe button. We're four follows away from our next goal of 700. So if you want to hit that follow button, that'd be awesome. If you yeah. got it little extra hit that subscribe you can have a beautiful emojis i'll drop them here in the comments yeah of you know my face jpj's face we should get a jeff one made since he's here so much spending all that money <laughs> but yeah you can get these beautiful emotes that i just dropped in the chat all right that subscribe button. so before, right, move on to the NFL. before we move oh jeff did you have a question i was just let's pick wild cards in the fc champion yeah that's what i was gonna do yeah so all right. all right jeff i'll let you go first who are your three wild cards and then who do you have in the afc championship I, I think the Bengals are a wild card coming out of the north. Um, and then I'm going to go with uh, – I think the Colts are the odd man out here. I'm going to go with the Chargers and the Raiders, but making the playoffs in addition to the Chiefs. Okay. 
Plugo, your three wild cards. I got the I got the Ravens. I've got Denver mm-hmm. and Kansas City. All right, yeah, because you picked Chargers to win the division, Char- correct? Yeah. I think, like the both of you, I have three teams coming out of the AFC West. I have my wild cards, even though I don't necessarily fully believe in the Chargers. I do have them making the playoffs, so I have my three wild cards. You know. I want to. I want to get them right. I, I I feel bad not picking the Patriots, but I just don't think it's happening. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens, and then I'm going to also I'm going to align with Jeff. I'm going to go Chargers and Raiders as my other three. All right. So Jeff, I'll go back to you first. Who is your AFC Championship game? And then we'll after we do the NFC, we'll talk about our Super Bowl. So rematch, Chiefs Bengals, Ooh, or like Bengals that. at Chiefs. Okay. All right. Plug up. Rematch. From last year, baby. Bengals oh. made that run. Cheat. So Jeff has Chiefs and Bengals. Plugo, who is your AFC championship game? Chargers, Bills. Fair. Chargers, Bills. I'm going to go Bills off. Win it. I'm going to go off the board a little bit here. I have it. I think it's going to be the Bills and the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh. See, I am in on the Raiders. I, I love all of them. I, I think AFC is just such going to be such good. It's wide. Yeah, so many teams yeah, can win. It is wide open. It's going to be fascinating what happens in there. I had forgot about the Bills. <laughs> I'm going to change my Bengals Bills. Bengals Bills. Okay, very good. All right, I have the Bills and the. Yeah, don't don't Raiders. don't play with fire twice, Jeff. <laughs> my brother, the Chief season ticket holder. So that's where. There you go. There you go. All right, let's move over to the NFC East. We have well, let's the Dallas. Let's run down this real quick. I love everybody that's here in the comments yeah, and the chat. But yeah. we got MLW coverage coming up. We keep it Jeff Hawkins way past overtime. That overtime bill We're was Benny. We got time. We're good. We're good. Um, we have the AFC, the NFC East. We have the Dallas Cowboys coming in as the favorite uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles right behind them, and then we have the Washington Commanders <laughs> and the New York Football Danny Giants. Dimes. Pluggo, I will let you lead this one. Who do you have coming out of the did NFC? Anybody, uh, did anybody see what's his name? What's that clown? Sims. Oh, he's a guy. No, <laughs> he picked the Eagles to be the number one. I don't one pay season. attention to him. I, I don't pay attention. <laughs> I, I think Dallas has too much talent to not be the number one team in this division. I don't mm-hmm. think that they're – I think it's the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. What does That's that mean? Really they good in the regular season and then Yeah, choke? I think they'll make enough wins. The commanders are in a rebuild. The Giants are in a rebuild. Clearly, I don't think they're sold on dimes. The Eagles are going to be good. I think they're going to be much better with A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they have all the pieces there quite yet. It'll be see where Hurts is at. So, yeah, it's going to be the Cowboys. It's going to be like one of those another like nine-win, ten-win things. Yeah. All right. I'm actually uh, – I'm picking the Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles to win this division. I do think Dallas will be around at the end, and maybe we'll talk about them when we get to the wild cards in the NFC. But – uh I'm going with the Eagles. I like AJ Brown a lot, and I think you add him across from Devontae Smith. It's all gonna. It all depends on what Jalen Hurts does. It all depends on what. And Jalen Hurts, you can throw him into that type of quarterback that I don't like when I talk about Lamar Jackson. It worries me. For some reason, though, I don't. I, I will never trust the Dallas Cowboys, especially. I think Mike McCarthy is not a good coach. Uh, I know he won a Super Bowl in Green Bay, but he had absolutely nothing to fucking do with that, uh, in my opinion. And uh, Jerry Jones is a whack job, and I just I I'm not no I'm not believing that Dallas is going to do anything until Dallas does something. So I'm leaning with the Eagles. 
and they're my pick to win. Jeff, I'll let you round this one out here. Whoever wins this division is going to be below 500. It's possible. They have flirted possible. with that in the past this, multiple this, times. This division is dog shit. Yeah, not um, great. Because the Giants and the Redskins stink, and they will always probably stink for the foreseeable future until they rebuild. And for the Redskins, or Redskins, for the Commander, yeah. a new ownership. I am going with the Eagles because of all the things you just said about the Cowboys. And I think the the Tyron Smith injury is much bigger to the future of of Prescott's health than anybody says. I don't think Mike McCarthy missed it through halfway through the season. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think uh, Mike Smith ends up taking over for him, uh, their their defensive coordinator, because – that's been that's been a kind of a, a narrative since last year is that McCarthy's on the hot seat. McCarthy's on the hot seat. Jerry Jones is nuts. I think the Cowboys are also kind of a team that's schizophrenic boy and can't decide if they're good or if they're just barely getting by. I think make the coaching change and then make the wild card round, but I think the Eagles win the division. All right. Yep. I obviously agree. All right, let's move over to the NFC North. We have the Green Bay Packers coming in as the overwhelming favorite. They are negative 170. And then we also have the Minnesota Vikings, the Detroit Lions, and the Chicago Bears. I think this is the biggest no-brainer for me personally. I do think the Packers will take a little bit step back on offense because you lose somebody like Devontae Adams. I, that's hard to replace. But I got the Packers winning this one. Adam Lazard, baby! Not a good player. Not a good player. The only reason he's known is because he has a really good quarterback. Uh, not that good of a player. Uh, at least I don't see it. He might be now. He's the he's the best guy, Randall so he might have a good season. But fifty-seven. Uh, yeah. What is he? Forty-four. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but I'm going with the Packers. I think this is a no-brainer. I could see maybe the Vikings making a run here. Uh, but Kirk Cousins? No, sorry, that's not for me. Uh, I'm going with Green Bay. I'm going with Green Bay pretty easily. Jeff, I'll 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 lead it to you. If the NFC East weren't so bad, this division would be dog shit. Uh, well, we're going to talk about another dog shit division coming right after this in the South. Yeah. Oh. I mean, <laughs> well, South is at least – South has potential, at least. I mean, it's just depend. I mean, but they just don't know what they are. This one, nobody has a quarterback except Green Bay, except Green Bay doesn't have anything other than a quarterback. That's true. Um, it's Green Bay by default. Minnesota needs to rebuild for a year. Kirk Cousins ain't the guy. Yep. Um. Chicago, <laughs> you got to feel for Chicago because they just make the stupidest decisions. Yeah. I mean, if Justin Fields can be good, I you know they'll they'll make some noise. But who am uh, I leaving out? Uh, Detroit Lions. Yeah, don't. Oh, that's who. Yeah, don't believe the hard knock push that they're better. Or you watch that. You watch that. I will say. That. I will say. You said Dan Campbell. I love hard knocks, and it makes me want to put on a set of pads and hit somebody or go to a wall. But you always watch and think that the team's much better than they are, and yeah. it's Detroit still. I think hopefully they'll win the one they're supposed to win as opposed to, say, the Baltimore game where they just gave up in their head and gave up, like, 60 yards in, like, seven seconds to get the field goal. But, yeah, I, it's Green Bay. There's nobody else. All right. Plug up. I mean, the Bears are undefeated right now in the preseason, guys. I'm not just kidding. Why play the games if they don't matter? I'm just kidding. Yeah. What's your pick, Plugger? You guys have said I, I'm gonna say Minnesota. Okay. Just but, trying to be different. Yeah. Okay. But I, I don't say they do I, have I, I, They got well, they got cousins, but they got. A, I like their offense with Cook and Jefferson, and 
But I, they, got, I also, they definitely have talented players. Thielen is still good for being an yeah, older receiver. If they, and if things just happen to go south in Green Bay, I just I have this weird feeling about Aaron Rodgers is just a guy that knows that he just took yeah. two hundred million dollars from a team that he does not give a shit about. Mm-hmm. I but, don't think he cares. He is just vibing right now. So yeah, I don't know I mean, if it starts to go south or something happens that there's just not a lot of weapons for him. So we'll see. All right. Rock and roll. I'm going right, Vikings. We will move over to the NFC South. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming on coming in as the overwhelming favorite at negative 280. And then they are followed by the New Orleans Saints, the Carolina Panthers, and the lowly, the biggest odds in the league to win the Super Bowl, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Jeff, I will have you go first here. What are you thinking about the South and who comes out as the division champions? The Buccaneers are going to win this division, but it's not going to be as easy as people think. I think the over-under is 11, mm. and I would take the under on that. Okay. Um, he d- Brady's still Brady. Yep. He's another year older, I get that, but he doesn't have as many weapons, I don't think. I mean, I think Gronk was a great outlet. Mm-hmm. He has some receivers there. Uh, I think one of the Saints or Carolina is going to surprise some people. Um, I don't think they're going to be great, but I think they're going to be good. The, the uh, Carolina could be good if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I am, I am. A fa- I didn't, look, I don't like the Browns, but I liked Baker Mayfield. I like Baker Mayfield too. I like his heart. I like his like his leadership, and mm-hmm. that can sometimes be enough. Yeah, I love Baker. Mayfield. It, it, I like Baker Mayfield. I mean, Cleveland's offensive line almost got him killed. I mean, yeah. if, if 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 Carolina's competent and he has a running game to help him carolina can make some noise in this division the saints the saints are always good but not great so you never know with with this i mean the saints are kind of brady's kryptonite too he's like he hasn't beaten them and they're at least in the regular season he hasn't beaten them at all he's zero and four I think it might possibly be the worst thing in the world for the, for the Panthers to do well this year because I think they want to get rid of Matt Roll and get Sean Payton in there. Mm. But uh, this is the Buccaneers, easy. But uh, they have a they have a monster schedule this yeah. year, so I don't think it's going to be as easy as people think. And they're going to lose a couple, and you might hear some things on the ESPN shows in the morning going, "What's wrong with the Bucks?" Because I don't believe in. Uh, in their coach as much as I did Bruce Arians and leadership and play call and stuff. That's I know fair. that uh, uh, a former Jacksonville quarterback who's their offensive coordinator right now. Uh, Byron Leftwich. <laughs> Byron Leftwich. I think he's a play caller. Yeah. I just don't see uh, Todd uh, Bowles. Todd Bowles as yeah. head. He was okay with the Jets and he overproduced, but they, that, that was mostly defense. And this is an offense mind team for the most part. Their defense is good, but it's not great. And they also have injuries on the offensive line too, which is always a problem. So, yep. All right. I am in agreement. I do think it is the Buccaneers division, um, but it's a bad one. I, I, I do think the saints, I, I would lean more saints than Panthers. Uh, Cause I don't know if I fully believe in Matt rule and in an NFL capacity. Um, so I think the Saints could make some noise if Jameis Winston is – he was pretty good last year before he got banged up. Like, he wasn't terrible. Um, I, and Michael Thomas coming back. Uh, if he's healthy, he's a top receiver in the league. Obviously, losing Sean Payton on the sideline matters, but I they were all right last year. I could see the Saints making a run, but I'm going with the Buccaneers. 
plug I'll let you round it out before we move to the NFC West and then I'm only our... going with the Buccaneers because they know they don't have to do much this year to get it done. Yeah, I think so. And I and I like I like Carolina a little bit. I had, but... I had twenty years I had twenty years of it, but I think Brady is at a certain level, regardless of being forty five now, that like he can kind of wake up and be ten and ten and seven or eleven. If he six. misses any time though, they're fucked. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, but... I, I think we're I all. Think, I think yeah. they know. Just get in the playoffs. And yeah, just get in the playoffs there. and make it. Like when the year that they won, they were on the road. The whole that's what it was. Hey, just get there, and we got the guy that knows how to win in these type of situations. So, all right, we move over to the NFC West. We have the Los Angeles Rams as the favorite, with the San Francisco 49ers right on their heels, and then we also have the Arizona Cardinals, who were a playoff team last year, and then now the lowly Seattle Seahawks with no Russell Wilson. Um, I'll go first this time. I actually think the San Francisco 49ers are going to win this division. Um, I don't know if it'll be Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, but I think uh, we'll figure it out at some point. I think they are by, I mean, the Rams are super talented. Don't get me wrong, but I worry about Stafford. I think that back, I, I, he, you know, he won the Super Bowl last year. He got his crowning moment because he's been a good quarterback for a long time, but he's banged up. He's injured all coming into the season. Played for Detroit for like yeah, 10 years. Yeah, get your ass kicked for like 10 years 30. on the offensive line. So I, I think the 49ers, I like Shanahan as a coach. I think his offense is dynamic. Debo Samuel might be one of the most dynamic people in the league. Um, so I'm leaning 49ers. And then I will go, why don't we go to Plugo and we'll let Jeff finish it up and then he can go with his wild There's a reason Jimmy Garoppolo is still in San Francisco. Because yeah, I, I don't think Trey, I don't think Trey it, Lance ain't ready yet, probably. That's what I'm <laughs> but thinking, that's right? What... But that's the but that's the problem. You've got two quarterbacks, you've got no quarterbacks. I, I mean also, Jimmy made a Super Bowl with him. Yeah, but I also know that like this front office really wants Trey Lance to be the guy. They wouldn't mm-hmm. have did everything they did to draft him. So I, I worry about that, but they are a really good team. Um, I think the Rams, Arizona looks good. If D, I mean, without D Hop, they're the first six games. I don't think that's mm-hmm. ultimately going to be a big deal for them. I think they'll figure it out, and he'll come back and be healthy for the eleventh game. I think this division, outside of Seattle, is probably more competitive than we're giving it credit. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm going to go with Arizona pulling out the division. All right. I mean, I. You know, it's just the way the way the league goes. You got to, you know, they paid, they paid Kyler Murray a lot of money. Uh, but after that playoff performance last year, I don't think I can ever believe in that guy again until he shows me a reason to. Because that was also... one of the most dreadful performances I have ever seen. That guy did not want to be there from the opening fucking kickoff, and it was embarrassing. And if he would have came into me, if I was the owner of Arizona, and I get it, it's the way the league works. You got to pay these guys if you want to keep them. I get it. If he would have came into me and been like, well, I'm not playing for that, I'd be like, all right, well, what fucking team you want to go for? I'll trade your ass. Let's go to like, baseball. That's embarrassing. We'll play in Oakland. His performance, yeah, go play with the ace. Yeah, his performance in that playoff game was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. He openly was not trying, and I would have fucking cut his ass. After that, honestly, I just think the Rams. I think the Rams are in a similar situation like Tampa Bay, where it's like, let's just get there. I, yeah, you, you I know the front office. You know they got the coach. The they got the, yeah, exactly. They'll um, just let's get there and we'll figure it out, so we don't necessarily have to win the division. And like you yeah. said, it doesn't really know. matter because if the Cardinals win the division, <laughs> Murray, brutal. 
Anyway, Jeff, I'll let you round it out. Who you think is going to win the NFC West, and then you can dive right into your uh, your wild card teams for the NFC as well. Allow me to agree with you, JPJ. Kyler Murray's an absolute fraud. Unbelievable. I watched that game and I was like, yeah, because he's a fantasy football quarterback. Let me tell you something. He had the easiest assignment in the world because Colt McCoy did and got him into the playoffs. Yeah. It's Zach Ertz. He's always open. He's your, he's your release tight end out there yards into the flat. It was open every play and instead, he's, he just wants to heave it to whoever's number one receiver, be a D-hop or whoever they put out there. He, he can't do simple reads and simple check downs because he's a stat whore. And stat whores don't last too long in the NFL. See Colin Kaepernick. Uh, <laughs> I, and speaking of Colin Kaepernick, I think San Francisco has an opposite Kaepernick situation here where Trey Lance is going to be playing for a while. Yep. And then the game's going to catch up to him. He yep. sat on the bench for a while, but it's still, when you're out there, it's a little different and it takes time for the game to slow down. And I think Garoppolo takes him to the promised land in terms of the playoffs eventually. Mm-hmm. Because remember, this San Francisco Niners team was one dropped interception, easy interception that Matt Stafford always gives you per game from going to the Super Bowl, which yep. broke my heart because I wanted the, I wanted the, oh, the rematch. Trio of Bengals yeah. versus the Niners. Yeah. Which I wanted desperately. Yeah. Um, and I think the Rams are still good, but not great. They they had they they had some lapses last year, including that last drive mm-hmm. in the title game, which they should have lost. They should have lost that game. Yeah. But because I, I think people overpraise Stafford. I think Stafford's good, but he's not. He was never a Hall of Fame quarterback. I got to be yep. honest with you. I like him. I think he's solid, but he's never a QB1 to me. He was a QB. Yeah. I mean, uh, he was never franchise. He was QB1. Um, and Seattle? No. I just, I just, I don't see it. If I think. If they win the division, I'm going to lose. I mean, they're you know, plus 2,500. This, this would be the funniest time to do it, wouldn't it? Or to make a playoff run where it's oh, like yeah. nobody believes them. And that Drew team Locke, comes out Drew of Drew Locke leading them to the, to the Shout promise. Shout out line. to Darren Mazing. Welcome to the chat, friend. Yeah, thank you. I know you're you're usually expecting MLW at this point, but okay, we are finishing uh, up here. Uh, NFC wild picks. Let's go. I'll go with the Cowboys making it in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Rams making it in. Oh my goodness! I think I'm gonna go with the Saints. Okay, I think the Saints, I like I think the Saints make the tournament as that seventh as that seventh seed. All right, rock and roll. I can't uh, go with Plug-o. the Cardinals. I'll let you. Oh uh, yeah, Plugo. I'll let you uh, pick your wild cards, and then we'll go with Eagles, our NFC championship. Packers and Rams. Eagles, Packers, and Rams. All right, rock and roll. I have the Dallas Cowboys making it. I have the Los Angeles Rams making it, and. Even though I don't believe in Kirk Cousins, I got the Vikings sneaking in there. I got the Vikings sneaking in there. I do like Justin Jefferson. I do like Cook. I even think the backup Madison is is good. Yeah, I just don't believe in Kirk Cousins, but I think he's good enough and like he's a stack guy too. He's good enough to get you there. He's good Kirk enough to Cousins get you to the playoffs. Or Mac Jones. Mac Jones. NFC title game, kids. All right, NFC title game for me, and I know we kind of. <sighs> I have the San Francisco 49ers going against the Green Bay Packers. That's what I got. Mm, oh, this one is hard to pick. I got 
I'm going to go Eagles Packers. Okay. I don't, I don't love it. I'm going to go Niners Buccaneers. Okay. That's a good one. Bucks are going to get back. Okay. All right. So we'll, we will let our guest lead. What is your Super Bowl matchup and who is your Super Bowl champion? Tell me. Bengals versus Niners. <laughs> he wants it so bad. With he the wants Bengals, it so bad. And I will be there in Arizona if it happens. I, look, I, I lost my Super Bowl this year. I was there a lot. It was heartbreaking. I think Garoppolo is a great redemption story to get him to the big dance. And I want the Niners to lose to the Bengals finally and redeem my childhood. That is my pick. I'm sticking with it. All right. I kind of just screwed myself with Plugger, my off-the-wall pick. Yeah. Plug All right, so who, I, I, who's your I, I Super guess Bowl I got to go. I guess I have to go, like, Eagles, uh, Bills. All right. In the Super Bowl. Bills and blow I don't want... out. That, well, that's a happy ending, too, if, I, if the Bills blow out somebody. In a Super yeah. Bowl. All right, and then who is your Super Bowl champion? It would be the Bills. Buffalo Bills. Wow. I think first I, time it, ever? Would that be yeah. first time ever, right? For yes. They number yeah. one. Uh, all right. Well, I also I have you both have a team. You both pick teams that I have in my Super Bowl. My Super Bowl is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Buffalo Bills. That's what I have. And I have like Plugo. And I hate this as a Patriots fan. I know. You know the Bills are the only team in the division that I really don't despise. I've always hated the Dolphins and I've always hated the Jets, but the Bills have just always been like whatever Their to me. Their fan base is just too cool to hate. Yeah, they're too passionate. They're fun. Like I, I can't hate the Bills. And uh, Josh Allen is tremendous. Four Super Bowls um, in a row that they lose. Oh, I mean, just kind of brutal. However, Buffalo as a city, shit. But anyway, yeah, dump. But anyway, <laughs> I have like Plugo. I have the Buffalo Bills defeating the San Francisco 49ers to win the Super Bowl, and that concludes this almost three-hour affair. We knew we had a lot of things to pick. Yes. I can talk forever. No, anything. it wasn't even that. We knew we had a lot of things to pick. We had 84 wrestling matches to pick. Mm-hmm. We had football. This was important stuff. It was in a pick'em extravaganza for a reason. And we luckily thank- for us, Bobby and Papa Smokes rule, and we'll always. Oh yeah, they're over. always like, "Hey, we'll go whenever you finish." Like we're cool. Like so, praise to them. I know everybody we'll hopped in. They're going to be coming guys. soon. We want to thank Jeff for joining us. Uh, he's kind of our football guest, so whenever we want to have football topics, we're going to try to get him on here. Um, but that was a lot of fun. All the picks we have, Alex wrote them all down, so we'll share them on the social medias at some point this coming week, so they can be out there for everyone to see. But Jeff, plug your stuff. Let people know where they can find you, where to follow you. Get your stuff in, my friend. Sure. At Game13 on the Twitter. I'm mostly snark and make bad jokes about wrestling, but it's a fun time had by some. Uh, I do a show called Shake the Hopes on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network with Chris Novembrino. Kind of a little bit of snarky take on stateside wrestling. We will, we'll be previewing all these cards as well, so I'll try and remember what I said here. Uh, <laughs> in addition to any news, including Bobby Fish not being resigned by AEW, yep. et cetera, et cetera. I am also, after All Out on Sunday night, going to be joining on the Fight Game Media uh, YouTube channel, I believe. Uh, Power Bombshells will be having a post-show because I do a show on Fight Game Media called The Dynamite Show, just us constructing the dynamite show about 15 minutes after it goes off stuff and Paul Ace Fontaine and listen to that for five bucks a month at fight game media or at patreon.com slash fight game media 
a lot of other shows and interests are mostly dealing with like impact and stateside wrestling individual shows there. But uh, no, thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun. And I'm here to talk the pigskin, be it college or pro anytime you like. Love it. Love you think it. Think my should have a shot this weekend? No. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Is it at home? I'm or asking Jeff. Are the they on the road? Dude. Are they in Ohio? Oh, or are they at home? Ohio. It's in Ohio State. Could be tough. I it's hate Notre Dame fan base, I'm sorry to say. You know, but I because you play tennis there too. But I, I think I think you have a chance because it's early, because Ohio State hasn't figured out who they are yet. All and I that's always the best time to catch. Once you get later in the season, they start getting better and they start getting full of themselves and start thinking national championship until they choke. Yeah. And then I think they're in trouble. I think now I I, I think you have a decent shot to beat them. I don't think you have a great shot, but I think you have a decent shot. Okay. There you go. Plug on. All right. Well, Let I'm at Plugo. Can... You can yeah. find me on all of the socials with this beautiful face. Just look up Plugo. You'll see me. Um, before I plug anything else, I want to say happy birthday to my oldest, uh, Colin. He turns 14 on Sunday. All righty. Love you, son. I'm super proud of you. Um, I can't wait to celebrate this weekend with you. So had to say that. And then, of course, you can follow us at B2Beards on all the social medias as well. That's where you'll find all of our picks, all of our upcoming things we got going on, yada, yada, yada. It's a big weekend wrestling, so stay tuned to our socials. Consider following us if you if you don't mind. Yeah, fun weekend on the Twitter for wrestling takes. Oh my stuff god, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big one. Um, before I get into me, I do want to thank some of our sponsors, RK Athletics. You see in the corner, uh, you can follow them on RK Athletics One on all social medias if you're looking for personal training, uh, meal plans. Just Rich King and the gang over there are the top of the top. So go give them a holler, give them a follow at RK Athletics One if you are looking for some personal training and to better yourself physically and then also you got to go to manscape.com you got to put in that promo code love wrestling you'll get 20 percent off your first order plus free shipping worldwide where's that plug everywhere baby everywhere worldwide, worldwide. don't matter you where you just live at los angeles where i'm at in indiana out there in massachusetts over everywhere. in antarctica everywhere baby. everywhere you'll get free shipping plus 20 percent off that is at manscape.com with the promo code love wrestling tell them we sent you there tell them you're loving our little uh partnership that we have with them again you can follow me right here on joseph underscore Poolin jr on the twitter machine uh, you can follow me at JPJ Loves Gaming over on Twitch, where I'm playing a lot of video games, having some fun. But most importantly, you can find me here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. with Plugo uh, for Between Two Beards. Again, Jeff, we want to thank you for being on here. We appreciate it. Always a great time having you on. So we appreciate you being here. And until next Thursday, for Jeff, for Plugo, I'm JPJ. Peace out. Keep it right here for MLW coverage right after this, baby. What he said. Peace. Just